Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Robin, Akiva, need a podcast, and they need your help. Can you Yes, that's right. Rob and Akiva need a podcast, episode number 133. We're talking about 1993's uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, the second week in a row. We are talking about a great movie on this podcast, of course. Here is uh, the, I don't know, let's explore, uh, who's the Mario, who's the Luigi? Here he is, the host of three and a half podcasts, including this one where we spin a wheel of listener-submitted ideas to come up with what we'll talk about each week. It's Akiva Winokur. Yeah, I I don't like this, but I think I am Luigi. Yeah, well, Luigi, according to 1993's uh, Super Mario Brothers, you're like the young, hot, uh, (laughs) younger brother. Much younger. Well, we'll get into the relationship between Mario and Luigi. It's like I raised you, yes. So, uh, 1993's uh, Super Mario Brothers, of course, uh, that uh, my brother who's also super is here with us very excited to have of course from uh post show recaps uh the great josh wiggler is here josh how are you wow i i was almost i i thought that danny was here he knows a lot about super mario brothers but no my pod brother josh wiggler is here oh my gosh i thought like uh i was really excited that i was gonna be here on like the super sesternino brothers episode it's like wow what a momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. Let me pitch. First of all, is Josh Yoshi? Mm-hmm. Yes. Josh is Yoshi. And also, yeah, you know, so. I've been trying to get a nickname. Forgetting about the Super Sister Nino brothers. We're, we're podcast bros. But what do you think about this nickname? And Josh, you could be included in this. Okay. What do you think about rebranding ourselves, the three of us, as the lads from Long Island? Akiva's <laughs> like been trying to get the Long Island lads going Long, for I mean, a couple of weeks you, now. I do, I do want to know why you would not go straight to the Long Island lads instead of the lads from well, Long it, Island. It was the Long Island lads. I don't know yeah. why you're going for yeah. like a more formal. Where the lads from Long Island feels like you're going a longer way, which is that a very Long Island thing to do mm-hmm. uh like the law lo- the the lads from long island is the i'm stuck on the 495 version of the long island lads which just gets you mm. to where you want to be quicker but i guess that isn't the long island way i don't know uh the long island lads 
I think like there is, um, listen to Kiva at a certain point, we got to grow up and realize we're not the lads anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're in our mid thirties, late thirties. Yeah. Rob's, Rob's pushing 86. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked when they used to call Amy Fisher, the long Island Lolita. Yeah. Is that what they called her? Yeah. That mm-hmm. was one of her nicknames. Yeah. So uh, that's good. We don't have any uh, Lolitas these days. Technically, uh, the the Mario Brothers are Long Island lads, right? You know, no, Brooklyn. they're from. Well, I mean, is Brooklyn Long Island? Technically, technically, right? Yeah, like, technically, it's on Long Island. I don't know. Um, we're going to talk about 1993's uh, Super Mario Why? Brothers. Uh, Why? By the it way. was out of the crappy this movie crappy diaper. Crappy movie diaper. Crappy okay, movie diaper. Sure, sure. That and, tracks. That tracks. And so we'll we'll talk about that. Of course, uh, Josh noted uh, Mario World and Nintendo uh, connoisseur uh, famously has a Wario casino on the uh-huh. post show recaps uh, Discord. So yes. no Wario to be found here. Only on SNL. I got to be honest. I'm really upset that uh they did this elon musk wario uh <laughs> snl bit because like we have a really good thing going on with wario yeah. in the, in the psr discord uh akiva spent like a few good like months like addicted to our mm-hmm. casino system mm-hmm. i would love to talk to you by the way offline akiva about like how did you break that because just out of curiosity like Maybe for, you know, I don't I think know. My, I think my wife said it's like me or Wario, and I had to choose her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, yeah. Hello. Uh, but I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Like, we've got a good thing going on with Wario. Now, uh, unless, like, maybe this is good, like, now Nintendo is going to be distracted. They're going to keep their eye on Elon Musk. Well, Akiva's than- a big Elon Musk guy, right? Mm-hmm. Not at all. I mean, I, I would say I'm. That's, you're just you're just trying to get me in trouble. I'd mm-hmm. say I'm not an Elon Musk guy, mm-hmm. even one percent. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I was like, we've yeah. we've got the casino, we've got our thing. Uh, you know, Wario has started singing to us in the post show recaps Discord lately, mm-hmm. and like, uh, I don't I don't like SNL co opting our brand. It doesn't make it doesn't make me happy. But then uh, Akiva, you came to me with the opportunity to talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Like, well, this is our chance to to reclaim the Mario World conversation yeah. this week. Like, we'll well, be we did ask Elon Musk this. first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted a hundred Doge coin to come on. I don't know that's, what that is. That's not bad. This is decent. Is that true? I don't see. I don't know. I don't I follow. Probably if you had Bitcoin, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you know, post SNL, I feel like that's probably yeah. Good. Okay. Um, Do you know Josh is the first ever guest on this show back in the day? Is that right? The first ever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode nine. Your tweets are trash. It used to be it was me. And Rob how, for the no, first, I first yeah, I episodes. remember. I remember me coming on for your tweets are trash, which has to be like uh, like a at least a lower third episode of Robin Akiva need a podcast. I think absence makes the heart grow fond. Yeah. I feel yeah. like people probably look fondly back at it now. Yeah, yeah. But then if they go back yeah. and they listen to it, they're probably like, eh. It's like it's a you know some podcasts are better in your memory. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um not one of my favorites, but not because of you, Josh. <laughs> sure. But we're here to talk about uh the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. Josh, had, had you ever seen this movie? Yes. I yes, had not. Absolutely. Absolutely I had. I think like, you know, what? 1993, so I'm 8 years old. Yeah. Uh, I I remember vividly seeing this in a movie theater in Roslyn, Long Island, with the late great cousin Jeremy and the rest of our family. Like I have like very indelible sense memory in the theater. Smell that hot popcorn. 
associations with Mario, uh, the Mario movie, to the point that like I don't know that I've seen it since. Yeah. Maybe on VHS once or twice. But like as the movie was unfolding, it was kind of a nightmarish experience where I was like, oh, God, I remember all of it. I remember all of it. None of it is coming as a surprise to me. Like, oh, God, of course, like Iggy and Spike are about to evolve. Oh, God, I can picture the Fungal King's throne room. Mm -hmm. It was a terrifying experience to go back and revisit this, not the least of which is because, like, we had much like the bootleg Wario casino. We had to, like, find, like, the the (laughs) underside of of the internet to watch this movie where I keep getting propositioned by all these porn ads popping up. Oh my God. As I'm trying to watch Mario. Yeah. It was the whole experience was terrible. (laughs) Yes. That was, that was (laughs) was awful. So this movie is hard to find. I think that, um, it, it is, uh, probably a good theory to think that, uh, whether it was, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, Bob Hoskins, uh, Dennis Hopper, or all of the above have worked to conspire to keep people from ever seeing this film again. Well, two of them died. You know, and like, it's like of embarrassment, potentially. Like, I don't want to be associated with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's dead? Bob Hoskins is deceased. Yeah. Uh, he, he, has, he passed away in uh, 2014. Dennis Hopper passed away in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luigi, watch out. Yeah. Uh, no, I John Leguizamo is a, is he'll a very, fine. very, he'll be, you know, he'll be fine. Virile young man. The yeah, cast much older is incredible. It's yes. like the the act the, the it's you know Samantha Mathis who like hasn't really done a ton popularly I think mm-hmm. uh, but was like kind of like an it person in the 90s. Sure. This uh, should have been the biggest movie of all time right. and it's an yeah. absolute disaster. I mean, isn't isn't Mario like the the number 1 IP in history? It or should be. Pokemon, it's, like, it comes out in there. 1993. There is nothing hotter than Nintendo, and this is just a colossal bust. Uh, the movie is incomprehensible. Yeah, um, but I think, and maybe this is bold, but much like the "Your Tweets Are Trash" episode of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, maybe. Yes. Maybe uh, absence has made the heart grow fonder. I think that this movie may be secretly genius. I think this movie may <laughs> secretly be genius. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah, I, I think it may be secretly brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I think. I, th- I think. I think that somebody needs to put this on an actual streaming service and see what happens. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's irredeemable, Rob. Like, I didn't. I didn't like the the second half. Is 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 such a mess? And, yeah. Like, I can't even explain what happened. But I didn't think like there were parts that it was like interesting. It was incredibly bad. I had to but stop taking notes boring. that I, I think this yeah, is the too. new high watermark for the worst thing we've ever watched on Robin and Kevin podcast. Wow. I mean, wow. Josh, we've watched we watched including like, the, the Star things? Wars holiday special. Yeah, we watched the yeah. Star Wars holiday special. We watched the fanatic, which is a movie. Yeah, um, I would John much Travolta rather watch that, like, either of those. Sure, sure. Again, yeah, like he like really uh, like the makeup effects on, on the animal with Rob Schneider. I mean, this is worse mm-hmm. than that. That was really no, bad. no, 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 no. And, and Chewbacca's dad was watching uh, suggestive material. Uh, no, the, the, no, that no, was no. no. We watched three leprechauns. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look, this I is think, worse. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think of the movies you've just listed. This is a contender for the best. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think like you, you know, they were going for something here. Uh, yeah. You know, they were going. You know, this was like they were trying to do like uh, they were trying to do Star Wars with Mario. Uh, Josh, do you know anything about the making of this film? Uh, not a ton, other okay. than cl- clearly it it was uh, it was not great. Yeah. So actually, some I I've been reading up on a little bit of the behind the scenes of the making of this film, and it is a just unmitigated disaster from start to finish. Where that Nintendo was approached about uh, making this film, and so it's just like one disaster after another, starting with uh, the casting of uh, Bob Hoskins is the uh, titular Mario Mario in yeah. the film. Uh, Akiva Dustin Hoffman uh, came to the the producers wanted to play uh, Mario. They mm-hmm. passed. They, they no. passed on Dustin Hoffman. I mean, maybe they couldn't afford it. I don't know. They were. I, I mean, look. I think Bob. Like, if we're about to start getting into like they they got it wrong with Bob Hoskins, I think this is a non-starter for me. I think Bob Hoskins is uh is is a legendary Mario here. Uh, he's the, he's like do, he's like he's doing the Tony Soprano. He's your voice Mario. Tony Soprano did it. <laughs> uh, like he's got like he's got he's got the look. He's like the right height. He's got the size. He's got like the the gravel. Yeah, come here, King Koopa. <laughs> you know, he, he, like Dustin Hoffman. You think he nailed? <laughs> well, I don't know. all right. So then, then they went out to Danny DeVito. Okay, that they went out to Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito read the script and passed, but the script changes like fifty million times between when they when they started. Uh, Then gotten Danny DeVito. Could could they have like dual cast him, Akiva? Like, do you get Danny DeVito to play both uh, Mario and Bowser? And like maybe idea, and maybe that like helps to sort of like strength. You know, some one of the big themes, one of the big plot lines is like. uh, King Koopa wants to like merge the Mushroom Kingdom with uh, Earth, yeah. And so like and that like sort of like thematically underlines that idea. If you get the same guy playing Mario and uh, Bowser, it's almost like uh, Michael Myers is uh, Mike Myers. I always call him the serial killer's name. Mike Myers is Austin and Doctor Evil. Yeah, I read that uh, Tom Hanks was yes, for and Luigi. then so then yeah. then they got Tom Hanks interested. Tom Hanks was gonna play Mario and. They passed on Tom Hanks. They didn't think Tom Hanks could pull it off. That, yeah, they, so they Tom said Turner H- and Hooch and yeah. Joe, Joe versus the Volcano was Tom Hanks in a row. was slumping. So <laughs> they, Tom Hanks they said, sorry, Tom Hanks. Nah, it's 1993. We think your career's headed in the wrong direction. So yeah. instead of doing this, Tom Hanks does Philadelphia. The world is very different if Tom Hanks... Uh, <laughs> does the super mario brothers movie because i think we end up inundated with like tons of super mario movies afterwards because he did such a great (laughs) job as luigi that he elevated the material and everybody wanted to see more um i think like pop like major pop culture blockbuster events are getting that Mm -hmm. uh, oscar recognition a lot sooner than they are in the real world Mm -hmm. this is also like mario brothers was you know the the games at, at this point are like very geared towards kids right like video games are relatively new you know, now you have people who've been gaming their whole lives, but I assume 
their core demo was, you know, teenagers and kids and people in their 20s and college people. Yeah. This movie's not a kid's movie at all. Not at all. Yeah. They stabbed Yoshi. They were going for something that was going to, like, the IP was going to appeal to kids, but they thought that the film was going to appeal to adults. And again, it is a film that has, like, uh, you know, writer after writer after writer, and then director after director after director. And ultimately, that they end up with a directing team of uh, Annabelle Jankel and uh, Ricky Morton, who are just loathed by the cast. Oh, yeah, really? they're they married. Like it's yes. a married couple. It's very rare. I think like even the guild doesn't usually like two directors. So that's like not an easy sell. Uh, and it's probably a reason for it, because like if they disagree, whatever. And people say they're trying to make an adult movie while Nintendo is trying to make a kid's movie. Um, right. They're Careful low. when they you say they're fired. trying to make an adult movie. I know yeah. that was kind of my experience watching the film with all the pop ups. Yeah, Yeah. it was wild. (laughs) Yeah, on our streaming site, it was wild. um, uh, They get fired pretty early, though. Like they still have the credit because they did all the pre-production and they started, but they do not make it all the way in the movie. So I don't know. Bob Hoskins like picked up the camera. Give me the camera. I got (laughs) this. So, but they get fired. Like they're not there for the second half of the movie, which is never a good sign. Director getting fired during the movie shooting. That's great. Always bad. It's classic. That's classic. They stab Yoshi. Yoshi gets stabbed. He makes it. Like he's fine. But, like, Fiona Shaw, by the way, Fiona Shaw, like, legendary screen actor Fiona Shaw deigns to, to like, lower herself to be in this film as, like, this, like sort of, like, the bad guy, really. Like, President Koopa is terrible, but uh, Lena is, is a nightmare as well. She stabs Yoshi at one point because mm-hmm. Yoshi's, like, trying to, like, pull her off of stabbing, like, slitting the throat, mind you, of Princess Daisy is what she's about to do. And Yoshi stops her. And she like stabs Yoshi in the in the meaty thigh mm-hmm. in the Mario movie. Yeah, in 1993, aimed at me, an yeah. eight year old. Well, that's why I'm saying like all these years later, like I watch it now and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a trip. This is pretty bold. They were trying to sell this to kids. What a different time. Yeah. Also, I think that Yoshi has not really uh, entered the Mario universe. Uh, This is uh, a little bit like uh, Boba Fett appearing in the Star Wars holiday special uh, before the Empire Strikes Back drops, where uh, this film released in May of 1993. I don't think that... No, he's out. Super Nintendo had hit the shelves. It had. 1990, it was there. It was a launch title. Uh, 1990 Super Mario World. He's right there on the cover. Mario's riding a dinosaur, folks. Uh, so, like, it's another example, though, of, like, they, like, this is, like, sort of, when is Jurassic Park? 93. Jurassic Park is also 93, uh, and that's going to be when, when 1993. Uh, that is, it's got to be uh, summer. That had to be, June, like, June. Or July, June. Right? So, just, yeah. like, so, like, two weeks before Jurassic Park hits, comes super mario brothers and they're like we're gonna beat jurassic park to the, <laughs> to the dinosaur punch yeah yeah with yoshi who's like effectively like sort of just like a shitty little velociraptor in this movie yeah. mm-hmm. it was completely outdated after two weeks yeah i mean weeks. not that people liked it the first two weeks mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah like people are already seeing ads for jurassic park on tv probably all day yeah and then they see this movie and it's like so sad compared yeah. to jurassic park yeah it's tough it's tough uh, just a couple other uh, stories from the the set of this film uh, that there was a lot of drinking going on that uh, Bob well, Hoskins... Well, how else were they supposed to get by? <laughs> yeah. 
Bob what Hoskins do? And, and John Leguizamo uh, would do uh, shots uh, in between takes uh, because uh, the, they hated it so much. Uh, but then, uh, then John Leguizamo had to drive a car, uh, which then uh, got uh, tipped uh, or uh, they got into a, uh, a, a vehicular accident, uh, which involved then the van door breaking Bob Hoskins' hand because John Leguizamo was driving drunk on the set. That's going to interfere with the plumbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the director. Did you read this story, Akiva, about how the director at one point famously didn't like how one of the extras looked and poured a cup of hot coffee over his head? <laughs> oh my Maybe god! Maybe that's why they got fired. Honestly, wow. Yeah, deal breaker. It's wild. Yeah, that, that, is that how funny. is that how the the toad actor became uh, a goomba? They shrunk his head, I think, yeah, with the hot, like with hot the water, like shrinks yeah. your laundry. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the plot of the of the Super Mario think, Brothers? Film? I think we should mention at least because it's so complicated. It'll give people an idea of like just they they were like from day one they were working on a no win situation because the I don't plot know what I, I you guys are crazy. I don't know what's so complicated about <laughs> this. Sixty five billion years ago, meteorite crashed into Earth. The dinosaurs die, except it actually split the yeah. universe into two parallel dimensions. In one of these dimensions, humans evolved from dinosaurs, so they're more reptilian than mammal. And a, in, in twenty years, twenty years before the start of the movie, uh, someone crosses from the dimension with an egg from which all humans are born. Uh, and it's it's going to turn out to be Samantha Mathis as Princess Daisy. And she's got this little shard of the meteor rock. And because she's got the shard of the meteor rock, somehow that's going to be able to merge the two worlds. So Dennis Hopper as Bowser, a.k.a. President Koopa, yikes, just wants the meteor shard so he can merge the worlds and have supremacy over both dimensions because he's complaining that they don't have it. Uh, well in the Mushroom Kingdom in the alternate dimension, even though they've got flying boots that let them fly, and it's up to two plumbers to save the day. And also the king got turned into like a gigantic uh, like walls and ceiling full of mushroom fungus. It's not that hard. It's mm-hmm. relatively straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. No, like what he said. <laughs> like there's not a lot of hard stuff to wrap your head around. That's the first three minutes, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There were a million writers on this film, and I think that maybe one of them might have played a Super Mario game for about 10 minutes. There's no love for it, right? It's like there is no... I think most of the way into the movie, maybe we maybe we could sort of pinpoint when the directors get fired, mm-hmm. because most of the way into the movie, Mario and Luigi put on their Mario and Luigi well, costumes. It, it's almost film, like they forgot before. Yeah, it, the film is wearing, shot out of order, so it's a... Their that, wardrobe is incredible. Yeah, it's not like that there's a point where then you're going to see, like, uh, like they're making a TV show episode by episode where... Like Mario, Mario looks like he, like, raided Walter White's wardrobe before he showed up. He's just, like, kind of got, like, the, like, the tan khaki jacket, yeah. and, like, the like the workman pants uh and then like there's one point in the movie where mario and luigi go to like a nightclub yeah and like they don't even get the colors right no right? Like, mario's wearing the yellow suit like colonel mustard <laughs> yeah um, it's and wild he's got the red and it's like this is your chance guys you can put them in red and green josh it's not until i, I looked at the time code an hour into the film do you yeah. see mario and luigi in uh, their signature uniforms that feels actually based on my experience of watching the movie that feels soon <laughs> uh, it was like an, it was an hour early or i w- i would have bet an hour 15 for sure i do think they forgot i like yeah. I, I don't yeah I, I agree i don't think the directors i don't the think movie, they knew 
Yeah, the ma- uh, the guy who plays Mario um, has never has no like familiarity yeah. with you know Bob Hoskins yeah, Bob- is, is old. He has no familiarity with Mario. Well, like, can I, I'll, no I add that Bob Hoskins uh, took the role and didn't know Super Mario was a video game until after he had read the yeah. script and taken <laughs> the part. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's so great. Josh, uh, so great. The, of course, uh, Bob Hoskins is coming off of uh, the uh, Roger Rabbit, so he has yeah, an audience. That's, that's Eddie Valiant we're yeah. talking about. Do you yeah. do a Roger Rabbit impression? Uh, no, I don't. I wish. I thought you did. I wish, that I, I wish I could have answered that by just being like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my, that's my Roger Rabbit. Oh, boy! I don't think he says anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I could just pretend like, oh, it's me, Roger! Uh, but that would be a lie. I don't think it's active, uh, accurate. That Bob Hoskins' voice is just the same uh, in this as, as he is as yeah. Eddie Valiant, basically. He's just doing Eddie Valiant again. Keith, do you think they'll ever do anything with the Roger Rabbit IP again? I, I do think they... Pro- I mean, that movie is like considered good, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah and, but there, there's never a sequel to Frame Roger Rabbit? No. The, no. the baby got like a bunch of uh, like you'd go see a different movie and then they would have like a little uh, what was the name of the baby? Baby Herman. Baby Herman that would have like a, like the foul mouth baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baby uh, the, Herman the, the, was great. The movie is sort of like beloved and was a massive, massive, massive hit. And like I don't think the youth like does TikTok Nicole know who Roger Rabbit is? I'm not sure. No, but I think I think she does. But yeah, I, I think they could do something with it. I, I think, think people know who Jessica Rabbit. I think Jessica Rabbit yeah. has uh, stood the test of time more than Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit. I think that uh, Roger Rabbit didn't get sequelized because, like, they did Space Jam. Like, Space Jam basically is like uh, is sort mm-hmm. of like the next evolution of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What if, okay? What if they do a reboot of Roger Rabbit with LeBron alongside Roger Rabbit? That'd be great. I mean, I think that would actually be brilliant if, like, the sequel to Space Jam 2 is Who Framed Roger Rabbit 2. Mm-hmm. That would be, uh, I mean, step aside, uh, <laughs> Captain America. You know, like, watch out, MCU. Like, I feel like this would be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and way, also uh, then throw the Mario Brothers in, and you're really cooking with gas. Yeah. Uh, Zemeckis, who directed it, says that uh, they have a great script. But at this point, Disney's not interested, so he doesn't think it's going to happen. This They're not interested. They've done a like, sequel to every freaking yeah. movie. This is they, the kind of thing he, where, like, they've had a script since like 2005, and like now you have to reckon with the fact that that's almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, Mario and Luigi because that, in my mind, that Mario and Luigi were, uh, you know, that we we know what Mario and Luigi look like. Uh, this film. Really, you know, uh, breaks your preconceived notion of uh, what you would think Mario and Luigi look like, including uh, Luigi is uh, maybe 20 years younger than Mario and has no mustache. Yeah, the lack of a mustache is definitely upsetting, I think. Uh, I think it, it is tough. Uh, like, this is, this is supposed to be like, uh, you've got your two heroes, they've got their big bushy mustaches. Like, that's as powerful to them as any uh, size-changing mushroom or fire-producing flower. Uh, like, you take the mustaches away from either of the two boys, and I think you're in big trouble. At least Mario's got his stash, but it's not, like, what you want, really. It's, like, it's not just, like, popping out, uh, and they don't even bother with, with yeah. Louis. They get the height, mostly, right? The height disparity. I guess so. I guess so. he's just slight, slightly taller. But how, how do you have... Luigi with no mustache. Yeah. 
Whoever imagined Luigi with with no mustache. Also, should- it's like when Seth Rogen shaved uh, this past mm-hmm. week, and everyone was like, "Who is that?" That's not yeah, it was Seth freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like Luigi here. It's like that's not right. That's not him. Yeah. There's no love for the IP, but also like if you're not gonna have the IP, then like why does the focus, the central focus of the beginning of the movie, have to be about like dinosaurs also exist? Like make it about rescuing. Uh, the princess from bad guys. You don't even, you barely need any supernatural okay, well, element. Akiva, let's hear the, okay, so give me your uh, elevator pitch on uh, that, your take on the Super Mario script. I think, I think basically, like, you cut out the entire uh, second universe, right? Okay. You just have like Koopa and Bowser. They're just like the names of bad guys. Like, even Yoshi is just like a wacky guy named Yoshi. There's no animals. There's no lizards. There's no. You no know, maybe I don't you like have like this. A, you're, I think you don't you're like going it? in the wrong direction. I think I mean, that they should have gone. You're making direction. it worse. I think. I mean, they, it, the answer was staring them in the face the entire time. Eddie Valiant's in the house. Just do who framed Roger Rabbit. You have Mario and Luigi get sucked into a into a pipe that portals them out into a different world, and now they're in a cartoon. Yeah. They get a mushroom uh, and then they get giant. Yeah. They get giant. They get a fire flower. It's like, well, yeah. this is weird. This is weird. What? I can shoot fa- fire out of my fingers. They what? could definitely make a really strong Mario movie now. I think like uh, like blockbuster filmmaking has evolved to a point where like uh, like the whole th- like this is the first yeah. video game movie ever, and like the for the longest time, even today, like you still like can't reach consensus on has there been a good video game movie yet. Um, like people are saying, like Sonic yeah. is actually really, really good, or Detective Pikachu is actually really, really good. But there's still just like no clear consensus. It can be done. I know that this movie sucks, so Nintendo doesn't really want to touch it. I think that they've got like a full-on animated Mario movie they want to do. That's probably the way to yeah, go. Yeah, there's a 2022 uh, Mario project uh, in development. Fun. I yeah. bet that's going to be great. I bet it'll be great. But I do think that like somewhere between this crazy movie and now, they could have done like some version where you get like I don't know. Uh, like you, you do get like uh, who? Who would be like a good, a good? Like you get like Michael Sarah and Clark Duke, and like you throw them into like an animated world, like in like the like super bad era, mm-hmm. uh, like Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, like the super bad guys. Literally, like you just have them be Mario and Luigi in like an animated backdrop, and that movie would have it probably wouldn't have made any money. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. it probably would have failed too. Yeah, I just think it's like the early 90s and I think they're trying to do like uh what, you know, uh Batman is sort of like, oh, it's like a, it's it's very dark, it's mysterious. We're making it like a really like a edgy as opposed to sort of like the Batman you were used to and the Ninja Turtle movies are like it's very dark, you can barely see what's going on in those movies. And I feel like that they're trying to do the same sort of thing of like uh try to make it gritty in uh the Super Mario movie. Yeah. I think the 90s were a great time for action movie making. Um but probably not a great time for like uh the franchise uh era or at least like the uh, like the like the adaptation, you know, the attempt of like turning a comic book into a movie or a video game into a movie was fairly weak around this time. But this was also the time where you're getting like you get face off you get Broken Arrow, you get Con Air, like you get like these like great '90s ridiculous action movies, 
but every time they're trying to like do anything like this, like it is, it's a whiff. And it's probably to some degree for the better because like all of those franchise movies or many of them now are pretty good, if not really good. Uh, but they just, I don't know, you have to start somewhere. And I think like you need to have a bottom. They start with a, <laughs> yeah. are pretty, pretty low. But it, it, it wasn't fun to go back and watch. There was no part of you that was just like, what's going on? Oh, my God. Uh, the whole time I was saying yeah. what's going on. I thought that was thrilling. I thought that was the kind of thrilling feeling to just be like, this is crazy. And I just like remembered all of it, too. Is like, oh, God, that toad's about to get his head shrunk. He's about to turn into a Goomba. Yeah. They've got, the, they've got like the machines that evolve you or de-evolve you. Mm-hmm. I think like they probably uh, they've got that technology like you don't even need the other dimension Rob I think like just like uh, flourish with that just evolve everybody devolve all of your enemies uh, it feels like uh, King Koopa would have had a pretty good time just using that machine yeah Akiva could you explain mm-hmm. the uh, the evolution de-evolution uh, weapon machine part of the plot I definitely can't. I mean, it is a big thing that he like, he basically presses a button and it devolves you back to like the stone age, but only like your head. So just your head. Yes. Yeah. So you end up with sort of like these, like this, like lizard shrunken head, which Josh, I was very confused that then Dennis Hopper refers to these people as, Oh, this is a Goomba. Yeah. It's a Goomba. But that's not what a Goomba is in the game. That's the mushroom guy. Uh, the Goomba, yeah, the Goombas are like sort of like mushroom monsters, I think. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know like what, like literally what are, yeah, they, I guess they're like these tiny little angry furrowed browed mushrooms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think that the theory that like they like had like a, like a, a printout of like Mario terms was right. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, well, uh, there's like a, there's like a little bomb. Maybe we could just like have like a little toy bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big Bertha, which is a fish. Yeah, and they uh, have have a woman who is yeah. uh, literally who is big uh, named Big Bertha. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that Mario has to have like a dance off with. Yeah, uh, they. I, I'm I am today years old when I'm realizing that Mario's girlfriend, uh, Daniela Pauline Verducci, mm-hmm. who is played by Dana Kaminsky. Uh, Pauline was an OG in the Mario world, uh, having debuted in Donkey Kong. That's a pretty good throwback. Mm-hmm. She's That's such a, like a minor cat. Like it's weird that she gets kidnapped, but they never notice she gets kidnapped right until they get to the it's great. other world. It's so great. Uh, yeah, Mario's girlfriend Daniela Pauline Verducci gets captured by Iggy and Spike, the bulk and skull of this movie. Uh, and Mario has no idea, mm-hmm, and Mario mentioned. and Luigi find themselves in the in the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, in the other dimension for completely unrelated reasons. Because Luigi has fallen in love overnight with Princess Daisy, and they go in pursuit of Princess Daisy. And it's not until they like rescue Princess Daisy, and they are about to leave. Thank God, Princess Daisy says something. Because otherwise, poor Daniela Pauline Verducci is going to be lost to the Mushroom Kingdom forever. Mario would have never known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go all in on like, oh, mushrooms? Oh, okay. So let's have like a disgusting fungus everywhere. It's really gross. It's like, uh, 
Like the, it's so it's sort of like the effects are evocative of like the Alien franchise, right? Right. Yeah. Because like in the Mario universe, it's not like things are covered in slime. Like uh, that like fungus is, is is growing on things. There is a mushroom that Mario is a mushroom kingdom, and Mario like gets a mushroom. Uh, but it's not like disgusting fungus lines the universe. And they never do the noise also, right, with the mushrooms? Yeah, there's do the no noise? usage of the sound. I mean, at least like SNL with Elon Musk, they, they've mm-hmm. got but the sound effects where they were supposed to be. It's too, I don't want to talk about that. Story. Mm-hmm. It's still a little too, <laughs> too soon to talk about Elon there's Musk. Just no, it's, again, there's no love for it. One, like, you asked me what my pitch for this movie would be like. Just make, if you're going to make a gritty movie, make like a gritty movie where Mario and Luigi are, are, uh, are like struggling plumbers and win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no side yeah. element. There's not even like a, you know, a bad, there's no bad person. They're, they must be the worst plumbers on the planet because they have no business. They never, they have, yeah. They're like out of money. Basically, the way plumbing works, as far as I can tell from this movie, is someone calls you up, but they also call up like five other plumbers. And whoever gets there first, they get the job. They get to be the plumber. Mm-hmm. So like Mario and Luigi are like firefighters, but they don't know if they're going to get the job till they get there. And uh, also, like, I, I mean, I've called a plumber before. I've never seen two plumbers show up. But, hmm. uh, it, it How many plumbers did you call? I think, I think one. I think one usually comes. But this seems very inefficient for their business. Although I guess he is his apprentice still, probably. That well, he, he makes that pretty clear, right? Because there's they put out an APB for the plumbers at one point. And they arrest them, and they're like, "Oh, you plumbers! Uh, we've got to put you. We're getting you under arrest." And Luigi goes, "I'm not a plumber. I'm just an apprentice." So he throws Mario uh, under the pipes pretty quick. Uh, and then they get arrested, and like they get like uh, placed in like the position to like get their mug shots taken. And in this alternate dimension where things are like very like strangely yeah. different, but otherwise it's just like gritty New York, uh, like cyberpunk New York with tons of fungus. And dinosaur people, they like have these cameras that look like uh, like rifles from like a laser tag place, mm-hmm. um, and they like they like put like uh, laser pointers on Mario and Luigi's heads, like they're about to be assassinated. Yeah, and there's like a the moment of tension for like five like for like a solid like five to like ten seconds in the movie where it's like, are they gonna get shot? They're gonna be executed. Yeah, they both think that they're going to be like this is for laughs. Mm-hmm. This is this is wild. We we haven't even discussed like the relationship between Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Um that so the actor who plays Mario, right? Uh, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. 22 years older than John Leguizamo. And mm-hmm. now what is their relationship, Josh? Like it, 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 he they are actually biologically brothers? It would seem so. Yeah. But Mario raised Luigi because their parents died when they were young? That would be, appear to be the case. Like, why not just make them like, but aren't they peers in, in like most Mario canon? In most Mario canon, like there's uh, certainly uh, uh, there's there's no like uh, discernible difference in the age between. Mm-hmm. The two. Yeah, one's yeah. taller and one's shorter. I think that they wanted sort of like a schlubby Mario for to like actually like uh, Mario is going to be. They were I mean, they're looking at Danny DeVito that I mean, they're looking at somebody who's and but then they felt like, OK, but we need like a sexy Luigi for our male lead for the love interest. Hot Luigi. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Yeah. Uh, Akiva, can I say something about John Leguizamo that I uh, don't like? Yes. That he roots for the Mets and the Yankees, seemingly. Yeah, that's problematic. Is I, that I'd true? Say, 
Anyone who does that is automatically not trustworthy. Is that wait? Where do they have that in the movie? I it's that. not in the movie. I'm just saying the guy, John Leguizamo. Oh, really? He plays up to both. He's like a George R. R. Martin. Uh, do a Google image search for him. I see more in Mets stuff, a Yankee stuff. She's a proud now, I, Pick like, a side. He's a little bit like he's a little bit like a mayor type, right? Where he's like very New Yorky. I, that, like, I don't know. If that's a compliment. Well, he's not the mayor, but yeah. I'm saying like. I do, I do think like uh, like like Zamo like views himself as like an ambassador to New York. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's not great. So I see him. I see him like in the last week having posted a Mets hat. Yeah. But is he a Mets fan? I don't know. I I I have seen him with Mets stuff. But I've also seen him talk about the Yankees. Yeah. Did you ever watch, Did you ever see John Leguizamo in Spawn? Just a couple of years after this. I was. On- comic book movie based on the superhero spawn who is like an independently owned comic book character by uh todd mcfarlane image comics is spawn he's sort of like batman meets spider-man sort of it's sort of like the aesthetic uh and much like batman's arch enemy is the joker spawn's arch enemy is uh the clown uh and the clown is like this uh, short, squat, rotund monster from hell, uh, who underneath all of the the clown makeup and the 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 like all of like the the fleshiness of of the clown is actually like secretly like this terrifying demon called the Violator, uh, and John Leguizamo played the clown in the Spawn movie, and he's unrecognizable. Uh, and it's like kind of like it was one of these moments where it's like that's the guy you, you're picking to play like the the like the new like super villain of the 1990s. That would be worth putting in the crappy movie diaper. Hmm. Be Spawn. Spawn was on HBO a lot when I was a kid. The animated show they did, like the animated show, was kind of great. Uh, you know, the the cartoon that they did was actually really good, uh, but the movie not not so much. But like John Leguizamo. Uh, if you if you're interested in uh, exploring John Leguizamo further, like if you're trying to examine what's up with this guy, I think Spawn is an essential 1990s uh, pit stop on that. He's had a very interesting career. Yeah. Stand up comic, good, good IMD most, bags uh, candidate. Mostly, um, a, he's a, mostly a comedian, but, but he's also in Romeo plus Juliet as the bad guy. Yeah. Like he had like a very odd run in the 90s. He's in Carlito's Way. Sure. He, re- he, I don't. Did he ever have like, uh, like a star turn? I feel like he's always like solid. You know, um, but he, I'm, I'm his biggest like, role is it like um, two? So Wong Fu. He is one of the yes, three leads. Yes. Uh, one of the other things I learned about this was that uh, he had the option to. Uh, he, I think it was uh, NBC wanted to do like a, a develop a series, a TV series about him. He passed. Because he was so confident that he had just signed on to the Super Mario Brothers movie, it was going to be such a big hit. He didn't want to slum it on TV. Yeah, he could have been part of Must See TV, Akiva. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't really have like one credit in his IMDb that's like, oh, that's his thing. Okay, uh, you want to guess his top four? Uh, his uh, known four on yeah. IMDb. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, so somebody asked him, "Who you root? Who do you root for?" on Twitter. This is nine years ago. Yeah. And he said, I root for New York teams. But then there's another tweet from 2012 where he says, rooting for the Yankees till my Mets get their S together. Yeah, I don't like that. 
Don't like it. Yeah. yeah that's like something like I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't like trust like my sports mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, like, but I also wouldn't like represent as like a big sports fan. Like, I feel like if you're going out there and you're like, oh, I love them both. Like that's a that's a tough look. Josh, do you uh, want to guess? Because I went through his IMDb a little bit. What is what is four on IMDb? Are I would guess Romeo plus Juliet's on there. Uh, I would guess Spawn is on there. I would guess Tu Wong Fu is on there. It is not. No. Ooh, uh, Carlito's one way. nomination. Carlito's way is not on there. Oh what? Yeah. Could TV oh. shows be on there? Um, yeah, I think they can. Uh, this is like your Mount Rushmore of your career on uh, yeah. when you're known for got on IMDb. It, yeah. Oh man, what else would be on there? Uh, so no to Wong Fu, no Carlito's Way, yes Romeo, yes Spawn. Um, I'll give you the years. Okay, okay. two thousand one and nineteen ninety seven. Oh God, yeah, I'm out. I think. Okay. Uh, I, oh, uh, uh, executive decision. No. Oh man, I wished he was in that with Steven Seagal and Kurt Russell. Another great crappy movie type. But he has an amazing run after this. Like, you think it should have ended his career, and maybe it did hurt his career. You said Carlito's Way, Wong Fu, uh, which he gets a Gold Globe nom yeah. for, Executive Decision, The Fan, with, with, uh, with Robert De Niro, Romeo and Juliet, Spawn, like you said, like that's a, and Dr. Dula, like that's a wild. Uh, oh, he's in Moulin Rouge. Moulin, Moulin Rouge. And okay. uh, 1997's The Pest. Yeah, The Pest, I remember he, seeing. He plays Pest. For, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he's young enough. Never, uh, he bounces back over uh, after the uh, being being in the film. Oh, uh, I mean, like he, like whether like his whether or not his filmography speaks to it. Like John Leguizamo is like a legend. Yeah, yeah, uh, people like him. He has a very high approval rate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, does this tank uh, the rest of Bob Hoskins' career? Does he does he uh, do anything notable after this? Does he have See, anything? Bob Hoskins is like uh, he's, he's old at this point, also. Yeah, uh, what's the look at? I mean, through? this like, uh, yeah, on his big. This is in his known four, uh, but it is the final entry in his uh, of his known four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, I remembered him being an enemy at the gates. Good role in enemy at the gates. Yeah, I think he's going to do bit parts uh, mostly after this. I For think the this... rest of the way through. Yeah, I think that that that's this is a career ender. Scrolling through it <laughs> for Bob Hoskins. Probably like as as much like for him probably as it is like for the public. He's probably like. I can't. Tr- I I don't trust my gut anymore. Yeah, you know I picked uh, like uh, after what I've seen. Uh, well, he was in, he was in Nixon and was nominated for a SAG award. Yeah, that's pretty good. So in uh, August of 2007, this is from an article from Looper dot com. Uh, they're, they're citing uh, a Guardian interview. Uh, he said uh, he was asked about the worst experience he had in Hollywood. He said the worst thing I ever did. Super Mario Brothers. It was a effing nightmare. The whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. Yeah. Yeah. They only, this is only the second and final uh, movie. As far as I know, they're still married that they ever direct. They directed one movie that did fine and they were the Max Headroom people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People know that. But that like, so they're getting it off like some indie buzz. This was a huge movie that was expensive that should have been that should have gone to like, you know, someone who had like a big budget film on their resume. Yeah. It also yeah. was over budget. Uh, took a long time. Uh, they had to do reshoots. They wouldn't let that husband and wife team uh, anywhere near the reshoots on this. Yeah, I'm not surprised. 
Not yeah. a great movie for Dennis Hopper either. Dennis Hopper uh, also famously had a horrible time on the film. You wouldn't notice, though. I think like he's the one who seems like he's having the best time. Uh, I, I think like as uh, President Koopa, which like that's enough to know, right? President Koopa, you're like, okay, this movie's not going to get it. People, uh, people drew a lot of said that he's there might be uh, like a theory that he's based on Trump. I got those vibes for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I got those vibes for sure. But Trump is not viewed in 1993 as this evil character. He's more. Well, that's why I'm saying maybe this was a prescient movie. Mm. Uh This movie was ahead of its time. It knew. Right. Trump is still doing like, you know, funny cameos in. in Yeah, he's in Home Alone 2 at this time. Right. They mm-hmm. knew they knew that that was bad, and but so maybe they, his look. Maybe it's like they they based his look off him because yeah, there is no, like they a knew. resemblance. I think we keep trashing this uh, the directors of the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I think uh, we owe That's Rocky more than Annabelle like, Jankel an apology. Yeah, they mm-hmm. knew they're just yelling about Trump, and they're like the real estate guy. Yeah. You guys are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and then he poured coffee on someone who argued with him, and that was it. They got fired. <laughs> they knew. They knew what was coming. Yeah. Uh, Akiva, do you have any favorite parts of the film? I mean, I liked, I, like, I'd say my interest grew, like, lessened every minute the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, you know, the famous line in Office Space? Like, every day is the worst day of my life. So right now you're seeing me, it's the worst day of my life, but like, tomorrow will be worse. Yeah. Um. So, like, I liked, the, like, I liked exploring, like, the characters. I wanted to stay in the first world more. It wasn't one thing I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, about I, like I, I'd say my favorite part was when they go to like customs and they say what your names are. Yes. And he's like Mario, Mario. That is funny. And Luigi, Mario. We you know we learn their last names. Yeah. That's yeah. I, that was my favorite part also. Yeah. I think I liked when Princess Daisy introduces Mario and Luigi to her father. Yes. Like, now you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, uh, but you're gonna have to trust me that this is my dad, and it's just like this gigantic. Uh, stalactite mm-hmm. uh, of fungus that's just like dripping with fungal goo, and she's like, "This is my dad." And yeah, and Louis doesn't like run out of the room screaming. Is impressive. Yeah, that's that super gross. Part. Super. Yeah, I like that. I laughed so hard. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, what a great way to meet her dad." Um, Akiba, I agree with you that I felt like that the opening like 15 or 20 minutes when they were in like the real Brooklyn and we were seeing mm-hmm. like a little bit of like what was going on there. Mario and Luigi went on a double date uh, yeah. with uh, Mario's. Is that his wife? Is that his girlfriend? It's his girlfriend, Daniela Pauline Verducci. How long is he been dating? Girlfriend? Seems like they've been dating for a very long time. Well, when's he going to pop the question? Yeah. Maybe, when is Mar- well, he's got to make some money in marriage. Now. Relax. Let them live their lives. Mm. Rob's like they're living in sin. Yeah. yeah. Look, that this is uh, a He's struggling. He's struggling. He's a blue yeah. collar worker who's just trying yeah. to make his way. Yeah. Mm. And she's mm. like, You do your thing. When you're ready, I'll be here. They don't have parents to pay for things like some people. He yeah. had to raise his little brother himself. Yeah. yeah. He had to do it all on his own. Okay. They definitely seem to inherit a decent apartment though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So their house, their their cash, their uh, house poor, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I also like it's like the early '90s, so you can still turn the TV off by elbowing it really hard. Mario, like when he wants to shut the TV, when Luigi's watching the conspiracy theories, just like throws his right elbow at the TV. Boom, it's off. That's mm-hmm. cool. Can't um, do that anymore. What happens to the alternate universe uh, at the end of the film? It's a great question. 
Um, it would appear that it's still intact uh, because the film ends with a three weeks later, right? Yeah. Uh, where Princess Daisy shows back up with like a shotgun and like tattered clothes. She goes, Luigi, Mario, you got to come with me. You're not going to believe this. Uh, and she had stayed behind. So it's it seems like uh, it seems like open rebellion. Open the door for uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, did you know there was a post credit scene? Uh, I did not stick around for the post credit scene. I watched it. I will say, first of all, like when we talk post credits, it's after the credits. Like you have already <laughs> left the theater, like wrapped up. The, the popcorn has been swept off the floor and then they air it. Yeah, it's the post credit scene. Uh, Iggy and Spike, MVPs potentially of this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fisher Stevens in uh, uh, among his more offensive roles, and he's got a couple. Uh, he and Richard Edson as Iggy and Spike. Uh, they're going to be the stars of uh, a new movie called The Super Koopa Cousins. Were they setting this up as an actual sequel? I don't know. Mm. You know, I've been watching Succession, Josh. And Fisher oh Stevens yeah, Fisher Stevens is there. That's right. He's in succession, but he barely speaks. Yeah. Like they have this Academy Award winner who is like in the back. He's like an extra almost. It's weird. Yeah. 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 He doesn't do much. Yeah. Do you think if you'd ask him about Mario that Fisher Stevens would say that was the worst thing that I'd worked on? He seemed uh, like he was having a pretty good time. Yeah, they had fun. I think like their roles, I probably like the less. They have pressure. the best arc, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Iggy and Spike, because Iggy and Spike are like, like I said, like they're the bulk and skull. They're these two idiots, and then they get like uh, put in the evolve machine, and they get uh, very, very smart. And so now they're reciting poetry. Yeah, uh, they become like they're so enlightened that they realize that President Koopa's a douche and has been treating them like crap. And so they team up with Mario and Luigi, mm-hmm. but they're also smart enough to know that they should probably just like unplug themselves from the situation early. So they don't stick around for like the final conflict. Mm-hmm. Like I think that they're probably the best written characters in the film. Yeah. They, they had an idea for them. Yeah. They had a through line for Iggy and Spike that I felt like that felt like really human. That felt good. Can I ask a little bit about uh, Daisy and her character? So she is uh, a, a environmentalist slash amateur paleontologist and that she is like on some sort of like archaeological dig in Brooklyn in the sewer mm-hmm. system. Do I have that I think right? She's also like a student at NYU at the same time. Yeah. And then there are teamsters who are like have some sort of like a she's blocking the construction of something. There's also a celebrity plumber like the main like the like the biggest plumber in town who's their arch enemy Marion Luigi is like a celebrity and the mob boss, basically. <laughs> well, I think you do have to buy into the idea that in the world of the Super Mario Brothers movie, that like uh, plumbers have celebrity status. Mm-hmm. Um, because when they go to the alternate dimension, um, President Koopa's like constantly screaming about these plumbers. And so like, it's very clear that there's some level of like notoriety at the very least mm-hmm. uh, that comes with being a plumber like he rages against plumbers as if they're like special forces agents yeah well i thought like sort of like in the mythology of the super mario world it's that uh, mario mario like gets uh into their world via these all these pipes that are around uh where maybe that's why the koopa is like so anti-plumbers because all these pipes are these problems here he like jumps through like a rock face yeah 
that is how he gets through. Yeah. Um, yeah, they uh, they really do lean on the plumber side of this in a in a in I don't know if I want to say a surprising way, given the rest of the quality. Um, yeah. But definitely like they emphasize it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty hard. Did you, did either of you guys ever watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show TV show? The one with Captain Lou Albano? Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. used to watch that. Yeah, that was better than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a great show. That was a great show. Yeah. Um, I, I want to just go back to uh, Mario's relationship uh, with uh, the uh, Teamsters, uh, potentially uh, organized crime syndicate uh, in Brooklyn. That well, What is Mario's affiliation with them? He owes them money, probably. Yeah. Do you think that that Akiva is that something that should have been explored? Of that did did Mario make like some bad sports bets? You know, I thought that it was just like he's their competition and they want to like ice out all the competition, all the plumbing competition. Oh, because they have some sort of like uh, plumbing teamsters. I think so. I think it's like because the main plumber uh, contractor guy is a mob boss, like they beat them to the the job. So I think it is. I think they're like. Maybe they don't pay their dues or something, but yeah, maybe they're non-union. I don't oh, know. do you think that, that Mario's mm. a non-union plumber? Yeah. He tracks. couldn't make it in the union, maybe. He like, failed tracks. the test or something. That tracks. That tracks. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is a more interesting movie that you're writing. I'm telling you, if you watch it again a couple of times, you're going to pick up on some uh, really compelling thematics that you didn't see on round one. Uh, give it another shot. I think you should watch it two more times. Yeah. Yeah, the directors had a plan. This was like yeah. intricately, intricately plotted out. Even they were getting like, fired. Yeah, it was part of their plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, yeah, not being allowed in the edit bay to edit the film because they were like so loath. I was, I was actually shocked that it's not streaming anywhere, and like you no. can't, you can't even like buy it for streaming. Like you can't no. even like pay the rental fee or the or like there's the, no like, Blu-ray either. Mm-hmm. It, like in UK, it, I read you can yeah, you can buy is, a DVD of it. It's been like. Like uh, as close to being like shot out of a cannon and into the sun mm-hmm. as humanly possible. Like they have really worked overtime to scrub this movie from existence. Yeah. Uh, so like if you're like listening to this and you're like, oh, I'm interested in watching it now. It's like, well, good luck. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it almost it's not yeah. like a movie that like was straight to DVD. It, like almost almost made its money back at the box office. Like it is funny that it has been completely erased. I erased. do agree. People would watch this on Netflix. Like it might become like a, a meme of how bad it is, but it would definitely get played more than ninety percent of the movies on Netflix. Uh, Akiva, what did you think of the big musical number in the film? Uh, which one? The one where the the guy gets arrested for <laughs> singing the anti Koopa song? <laughs> well, no, that that's that was Toad, yeah, which we barely Toad talked about. Arrested. Did you yeah, know yeah. that was Toad? Yes, yeah, yeah I, I know. The, yeah, that's a because they come up to him and they say, "Come on, Toad." Yeah. No panhandling toad. Yeah. And if they didn't and say Mario that was Toad, there was no yeah. other indication that that was yeah. Toad. Mario's well, that's my that's my version of the movie, right? Where everyone just has a name and like yeah. that's how you know. Yeah. Maybe they're all wearing jerseys, like a Bowser jersey. Yeah. So at the <laughs> at the dance club, uh we hear the song uh Walk the Dinosaur. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody walk the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Is that an original for the film? No, no. So that was a uh a song from 1988 and then I think that it is covered here in the film according to the Wikipedia by uh George Clinton and the Goombas. That's amazing. 
So is it a parallel world where like the histories are relatively close? Like the, does the song exist in both worlds? Hmm. Walk the dinosaur? Uh, was not was? Walk the dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. From the album, What Up, Dog? Mm-hmm. We, you know, um, Josh, we had a big question last week on this show because we watched... Um, what did we watch last week, Rob? High School Musical. And, High School Musical. So we, we had, Rob had a big hang-up because we're not big musical guys on like what is happening during the musical. Like, is that canon? Like, if you like knock something down while you're singing and dancing in the middle of like a, a song, like in the middle of the cafeteria, is that real? Mm-hmm. talking about last week so yeah i think like from project to project uh you know i think like typically the idea is the musical number uh is there to express the emotionality of the moment that can't be conveyed properly in any other form mm-hmm. um, but to the characters in the musical that, that if depends. you if depends. you ask them like hey yeah. were you singing yesterday like yeah, what are you talking some, about in some cases the answer might be yes yeah, I, I was getting some heat for that. I, I saw uh, some comments like, does Rob even know how a musical works? You know, some some characters, yes, and some characters, no. I think I thought it was a valid question, and think. I still do. You know, I think that like there are certain, uh, certain musicals where like the music number is like a song in, uh, in like reality. Like I think like they're like actually they're actually singing. Mm-hmm. Um, like Phantom of the Opera, like they're doing a lot of opera within Phantom of the Opera, so like they're definitely singing there. Mm-hmm. Then there's probably times where they're not, uh, and then like if you like were then to like talk to like to Christine, be like Christine, were you were you just like singing at the Phantom of the Opera? She's like, no, we were just having a conversation. And then Raul would be like, but I'm pretty sure I heard you singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. I think it depends. Mm-hmm. We were we were trying to we were trying hard to figure this out last week, but in Super Mario Brothers, everything is canon. Everything I think so. Yeah, yeah. They're walking the dinosaur for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like if you ask Mario the next day, like Mario, so uh, it's great to be back in Brooklyn. This is Luigi speaking. Mario, it's great to be back in in Brooklyn. I'm glad we found the meteorite and we're able to come home, even though I miss Princess Daisy. Hey, one quick question. Yesterday, did I see you walking the dinosaur with Big Bertha at the nightclub? And Mario would say, Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was, was singing the, though. That, was that just part. that was just a song that was playing. No, he wasn't singing, but he was dancing to it. And he would, I think, uh, in this case, like I think that's like within the language of the film. Yeah, I was walking the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. What of it? Um, that's what I was the, doing. The, the, the movie in general makes it seem like dinosaurs. If you knew nothing about Mario and just watch this movie, like a Bob Hoskins type, uh, <laughs> that dinosaurs are like such a huge part of the Mario world. And like Yoshi and, you know, dinosaurs exist, but they're not like, that's not the foundational element of, of Super Mario Brothers and the Mario IP. Yeah, they know? looked at the game for like, oh, oh, there's, uh, there's like turtles and dinosaurs and mushrooms. Okay, we got this. And they literally looked Get at it Get me the once. typewriter. They did, they, they like looked at it once. I do think like the idea. They looked like at the box. No, I agree. This was I agree. This was written on a typewriter. I agree. This movie (laughs) was written on a typewriter. Mm -hmm. They like they looked at the box. They maybe played like they like flipped through the handbook. Uh, They like you know uh, like took like uh, they took like at the very most like a day's worth of studying Mm -hmm. game tape, and they were just like, "No, we can do it." Yeah, Uh, bring me the typewriter and uh, get Johnny Walker red and make that blue. That's it. We got this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
they knew what they were doing. I really do think it holds up differently today. At the time that you went there, you talked about your very visceral yeah. experience, Josh. Did you walk out of the movie theater like they nailed it? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, but I, I don't have like a strong. Like I think I knew. I think I had enough taste even then to know it was bad. Uh, but I think I probably like. I, I bet I probably like enjoyed it ironically, right? Like I think I probably like was like that was ridiculous. That sounds accurate to like my sensibilities at that time. Cause at that time, cause mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is coming out two, two weeks later. Like that locates me a bit. Cause I thought Jurassic Park was awesome. Uh, I'd seen T2 at this point, I think, right. I think Terminator two has happened. Yeah. I'm two years out from having seen T2 at this point. Yeah. So I, I, I have advanced taste at this point to know that I think that this is shit. Uh, would be my guess, but I also would like to imagine that I probably enjoyed it to a degree. Mm-hmm. Siskel and Ebert did not enjoy it. Uh, sure. They put it sure. on their list for one of the worst films of 1993. Oh, wow. Uh, just 93. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is a 4.1 on IMDb if people are trying to get like... Uh... That's very in my wheelhouse. It's a little bit lower than I like, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's I the really, perfect movie for you? 4.8? Yeah, I think like uh, I really love uh, like uh, anywhere from like anywhere from like a five to a six and a half is really perfect for me. Um, a four, I'm I, like, I'll check that out. But like, uh, I think like probably like 4.5 to five uh, would be like the lowest I'm I'm comfortable. And we've with. watched lower. I, I uh, yeah. the animal was much lower. Um, the the Daily Mail before it was like big in the U.S. Uh, said this movie's a cross between Indiana Jones, Blade Runner, and Star Wars. Wow. Wait, can you repeat I, that? I, I, I want to get that again. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah. And Star Wars. I think that that's accurate. <laughs> I think that's right. I think that that is accurate. It's it's what they're aiming for. Yeah. The I best mean, like, parts of all three. Also. It's like got like the it has a lot of like the same visual language of those things. Uh, like there's like, you know, they're like spelunking like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mushroom Kingdom has sort of like this downtown Los Angeles and 20 whatever mm-hmm. vibe from Blade Runner. Uh, and there's like uh, there's like the quest vibe of like everybody like escaping the Death Star. Yeah, there like, are long ch- uh, chase scenes also yeah, that happen like in this go- film. That's for sure. Uh, I I don't think that's an inaccurate way of describing it, but it isn't also speaking to like the quality of that attempt. You know, it's like, you know, that's like the diving board they're jumping off of. But like, that's not accounting for uh, what happens when they miss the pool. Mm. By the way, from those three movies, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Blade Runner, over under uh, 0.5. How many of those movies combined have I seen? Oh, so have I seen one um, of those so, any of those three movies? We I don't think we've ever talked about Indiana Jones. I, I, mm-hmm. you, I there's no chance you've seen Blade Runner. I know you haven't seen Star Wars. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, I I have to think that you would have when seen. When you say like, have I seen Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones film? Are you talking about any Indiana Jones? Film? Any of the what are they were four or five? 
Four. There's four. There's four. Yeah. There's going to be a fifth, I think. Though, yeah, right? yeah. But but any of them? Have I seen? And we're any? talking like you sat down, start to finish, start to finish the whole. Because like picture. I was going to say, if like you were just like flipping through TV, like you'd seen scenes of Indiana. Sure. I mean, I've probably seen a scene of. I don't know if I've seen a scene of Star Wars, but I've seen Bla- parts of. Blade I mean, you've seen the Star Wars holiday special. That's true. That's part of. That, so yeah, I would say that I think you've seen an Indiana Jones film. I don't mm. think you have. I don't. Think I've so. at like you at like Hollywood or Universal or whatever. In, yeah, that's in, what's happened. Yeah, in Florida, I've seen like the the show, yeah, but exactly. I've never seen the yeah. movie. Yeah. What do you yeah. have like against I, uh, Indiana Jones? Yeah, listen, I this watch is, it. We put on the wheel. Akiva is a lad from Long Island, so like yeah. you definitely saw like WB eleven snippets of like mm-hmm. an absolutely Jones movie, like in between, absolutely. like flipping through the channels. Like it was like a Sunday morning. You didn't have anything. You watched some Indiana Jones, and you probably mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, I'm sure. I've seen pieces of it. It's a yeah. good time. He's a, it was probably Last Crusade would be right back. Jam, jam-packed. He dunks on Nazis. Uh, Akiva, Akiva, you're lying to me if you don't have memory of like Sean Connery and Indiana Jones to some degree. I'm sure I've seen pieces of it, and also like having seen the. Sh- Where is that show in Disney or Universal? I think it's Universal. No, Did it's Disney. It? It's a, still, it used to be MGM Disney? Studios. Yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And now Hollywood. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I've seen that show probably like in the old days, and if they still have it, maybe I saw it recently. Also, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. so I get the plot. All right, should we put Indiana Jones on the wheel for you to get that experience? Well, it's not in the crappy movie diaper. Um, if we're like you know, Josh, we had a guy come on once, and we should uh, put the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull in the crappy movie diaper. Yeah, maybe, That'd maybe be tough. Mo- That's if tough. I just watched the last no one, one has fun there. We we have a guy, uh, a listener named Bill, who's seen the movie Rambo. How many times has he seen it, Rob? Do you remember? I I want to say oh for forty, but I think I'm going to get confused with his wow. age, with, with his age. But uh, yeah, Josh knows who Bill is. I think it's like a thousand. T- it's it's like an insane number. Mm-hmm. It's hundreds and hundreds yeah. and like a thousand times he's seen. He watches Rambo like every day. The first Rambo. Uh, I think he watches all the Rambos. Okay. But he's never seen a Rocky movie. He's, he's waiting. He's waiting. Stallone. I get that. I get that. I get the instinct. I do. Uh, he want, no, he's like wants to, but he's saving it. He's I get that. Watch it That's right. Yes, I'm, I, I, I get that instinct. I do. It's like when I watched How I Met Your Dad and uh, the guy was like saving the uh, red sticker bottles of champagne for a special occasion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely like have like, a villain, though. Mm-hmm. There are like shows out there that I've never seen that like people like, I can't believe you haven't seen Veronica Mars. I can't believe you haven't seen. Are you saving Veronica Mars? The West Wing. And it's not like I'm saving these things. It's that like, I know that someday the occasion shall come where I meet them. And Mm -hmm. that will be great. Mm -hmm. That will be great. But I've got other things to do right now. And it sounds like Bill's got other things to do than watch Rock. Josh would rather rewatch 24. I know. Yeah. Veronica Mars. Yeah, uh, Keeper, are you excited for the recently announced 24 podcast on post show recaps? Well, all Wiggler stands know that that's like basically your favorite or, or second well, or third it, favorite. It, show it, like it's a huge, a huge nostalgia bomb for sure. Yeah. yeah. But is it just yeah, yeah. season one or is it the entire run so, of the series? So, so uh, for for those who don't know, we we just crossed 500 patrons of post show recap. Congratulations! And the, and the and the goal that we had set was if we cross 500 by the end of May, we'll do a a, a 24 season one recap podcast. And uh, we like cleared the goal really quickly. I was very very excited about it. I'm very happy about it. But we've only said season one, uh, so it's very cards up. It's a 24 season one recap podcast and could it evolve into more potentially one day josh will just recap every show um at once we're really emphasizing the post show element mm-hmm. of the post show yeah this is now days. this is your third active 
mm-hmm. old, no longer existent television show that you were rewatching. Mine, mine, just yours, just yours. Yes. Yeah. Because Robin, I did Mike it Bloom once, and, and Angela like we... Bloom do the mm-hmm. X Files. Yeah, you guys did Seinfeld, and, and Josh and I also did, you guys Game, did of Game of Thrones. Yeah, we finished yeah. It. Game of yeah. Thrones sort like, of twice. Yeah, you know, this is this has become, I think, kind of like the 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 sweet. But uh, Akiva, you you are in season two of your own uh, rewatch. Yes, podcast. I say, but but I do one at a time, mm-hmm. and the idea of doing three. That's a lot. It's a mm-hmm. lot of worlds to be in. It's a lot of watching. I love it. I love it. Well, this right. I, it's, I, I've gone. I'm, I'm full time post show recaps now. Mm-hmm. It's lit, it's literally my job now to go and rewatch all of these shows and report back what I what I've seen on the other side. Uh, life's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a good gig. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, bad. People. There's people who uh, you know have to be a plumber and, and you know, get get kidnapped by yeah. uh, by you know by an evil uh, you know dinosaur. I'm not ruling that out. For me. Mm-hmm. I'm not ruling that out that like someday like I'll have to get kidnapped by a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's possible, uh, but you know for now it's it's mostly a bloodless affair. Yeah. No Yoshis were stabbed in the making of the 24 season one recap podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what Josh said. He said if he doesn't have 500 patrons by May 1st, he's Yoshi's going to kill it. a dinosaur. Yeah, the Yoshi gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, it's great. It's a great time. Uh, having having fun time. Uh, mm-hmm. lots, lots of shenanigans going on in, in that corner of the podcasting world. And this, Rob, was a great movie. Great this, movie. this was a great movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. So great. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> that's that's what we'll say. Put it on the poster. Mm-hmm. If you ever make a Blu-ray yes. Nintendo. I think uh, they would were you do like, Blu-ray. You would put it in as like, so great. It was like an eye roll emoji at the end. Well, we have a scale. Uh, our scale, Josh, is great. And then... Great is the worst something can be. Yeah, great is the worst something could be. And then there's... Um, what's the second one, Rob? Uh, amazingly outstanding. Amazingly outstanding, and then the third one is transcends the media. And you're just saying it's great. That's it. We're, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think this is amazingly outstanding? You got to wake yeah. up early in the morning to be amazingly outstanding. Yeah. Would mm-hmm. you give it an amazingly outstanding, Josh, or are you giving it a transcends the medium? No, it doesn't transcend the medium. But I think it's amazingly outstanding. This movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think ahead of its time. It was going for something. It's either ahead of its time or behind. It, mm-hmm. it picked the wrong time. Like. Yeah. It's, it's pre-Jurassic Park, but if it was like five years pre-Jurassic Park, maybe we'd have been okay yeah. with it. Josh, yeah. do you know the tagline to Super Mario Brothers? Um, no, it's a me, Mario? No. The tagline is... Akiva, do you, you want to guess? Um, You'll never get you it in a million years. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I, wish I, I wish I had the fourth uh, thought to give you multiple choices. Uh, the tagline is, this ain't no game. This ain't oh, no, no game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Not even yeah. on the poster right. are Mario and Luigi wearing the correct uh, Akiva, can you remind uniform. me the scale again? What's the top? Transcends <laughs> the medium? Transcends the, the answer. Yeah. This ain't no game. That's what Mario says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goes, this ain't no game. It's uh, honestly like looking back, Good. it makes me more upset because like there's so many things like we taught, like the fact that they don't use the one up music at all ever is so upsetting. It's so disrespectful. Like, yeah. and I, I'm not a Marvel guy, but I know like people get mad about this stuff, and like they'll even like they just want to see like the yeah. Easter eggs and like the and like the stuff from the comics or the IP. 
And like celebrated film do... composer Alan Silvestri. Yeah, what are you uh, talking about? There was plenty of eggs in this movie, Akiva. <laughs> That's true. There were eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you the, like uh, it when the old woman uh, like held Mario and Luigi up uh, in the middle of the street? They're like, uh, you get it's dangerous around here. You got to have a weapon. Like, oh, we don't have any weapons. She's like, stick them up. Yeah, she had like a cattle prod. She's like, yeah, uh, electrocuting she them. shocked them. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Easter eggs, do you know the the name of the brand of beer in the alternate universe? <sighs> no. It's Wiggler Beer, W-I-G-G-L-E-R. That's like right. I stole Josh's That's name. Right. Yes. That's right. Don't wake Wiggler. Wiggler. Yeah. Yeah, the only kind I'll drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that show up elsewhere in Mario IP, Wiggler Beer? Uh, no, but the Wiggler does. Yeah, uh, the, the Wiggler. Okay. Yeah, wig, Wiggler's with two Gs. So two that's G's. how you know it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you don't, and you're still uh, spelling my name wrong. Yeah. Possible. Josh, can you come up with a better tagline for this film? No. This ain't no game. <laughs> that's good. That's even that transcends the medium. Yeah. What about <laughs> it's a us? The it's Super a Mario us? Brothers. It's a us. How about uh, uh, this film is the bomb? No, that's not as good. <laughs> this ain't no game. Mm-hmm. You do it in like a big, uh, like uh, gravelly Bob Hoskins Mario. This ain't no game. It's pretty good. Hmm. I think that's good. Um. Maybe. Uh. Oh, I think I may have one. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Did someone call a plumber? Yep, that's good. Good, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. I know that is also the adult movie we we're talking about, <laughs> not the child. Movie. <laughs> yeah. We're here to lay the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. That's what they should have they should have leaned into him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. a Mario movie, I'm plum surprised. Uh, mm-hmm. that would be good too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, ready to spend two hours of your life down the drain. <laughs> An hour and 45 minutes down the drain. It is yeah. And yeah. they had to make a lot of cuts. They yeah, made a lot of cuts. Yeah. I read. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Josh, anything else? Super Mario Brothers? No, I, I, I thank you both for the opportunity to come back and watch this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I would have even thought to do it. Um, and also, I am scandalized by the fact that this film is not streaming anywhere, uh, and that I feel like I had to like I had to like like uh, like go into like the fungal uh, yeah. mm-hmm. the fungal pipes of the internet to, like, alternate universe. <laughs> it was gross. It was re- it was a really horrible way to watch. The yeah, film. what does he say? Mud, so clean yet so dirty. That's like Doesn't... what it felt like to watch the film. That's what uh, uh, what's his name, King uh, King Bowser Koopa says. King yeah, Koopa Pres- says Pres- the, it's, that's Mr. President. President. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I almost like don't recommend for several reasons. The listeners watch this movie before uh, listening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. All right, um, Akiva. Anything else, Super Mario? No, uh, I'm listen. Was it good? No. Am I happy we watched it? Yes. Uh, this <laughs> yes. was fun. Gave us an excuse to catch up with Josh. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed learning about the behind-the-scenes shenanigans of this yes. film. I would, I would read a book about the making of this movie. Honestly. I would yes. read a book about the making of the movie as written by Rob. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll go. You, did, you, see, you seemed passionate about I, it. I, I love stories I know, of, I know of disasters and things gone wrong. It's a good one, and I feel like it's underrepresented. Like Now could be a really good time, although they did just celebrate the 35th. You got like five years, and then it's 40 years of Mario, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be a good time to do it. You've got five years to write this book. Yeah. 
I might read John Leguizamo's book. Uh, if there's enough stuff about Super oh, Mario. Oh, actually, uh, in two years, it'll be the 30th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's the perfect mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. You know, this would be a good like oral podcast history. oral history. Oral history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Someone uh, calendarize that and just uh, make sure you're keeping Rob aware. He's going to forget, but mm-hmm. you won't. Whoever you are. Put it on the wheel. Get Lindsay Wilson uh, involved. We'll partner up on the oral history of the Super Mario Brothers movie. That'd be great. That'd be great. Problem is, too many of the principals are gone. Yeah, it's true. Um, But John Leguizamo is still here. Just don't let him know that you dragged him for his uh, uh, dueling. Well, I want him to pick a side. I understand. Uh, Well, you'll have your chance to tell him that. mm -hmm. Um, Fisher Stevens will probably hop on. Mm -hmm. Jonah Shaw is not gettable for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're punching above your weight class with the yeah. I mean, the, the two directors would probably come talk about it. They'll blame Pro- other people. Probably, yes. Probably. Apparently, there was a rap that was cut from the film. Um, I am. I could not be less surprised. <laughs> that is like the least surprising thing I've heard today. That there was like a Mario yeah. rap that didn't make it in here. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. A uh, so Fisher <laughs> Stevens uh, said in uh, in in an interview earlier this year. Uh, said that there was a, a rap that was cut and uh, that he couldn't remember the whole thing, but it started, King Koopa, you poopa, you're a poopa scoopa. Yeah. How would the rest of it go? I mean, how'd they cut that? Yeah. Uh, for time? Mm-hmm. I, I, I would, yeah, I would love to watch the deleted scenes. Like, there's supposedly a, a scene where Mario and Luigi get into a fight because Luigi like decides he hates being a plumber and he's embarrassed about being a plumber mm-hmm. and and he's like you're ashamed of our family that see that should have that was their Oscar moment mm-hmm. that they that they uh, excised from the film yeah okay it'll all be all be in oral history tremendous yeah. okay yeah all right uh, Josh anything else you want uh, to tell the listeners no uh, check out what we're doing at post show recaps we've got a lot of podcasts going on if you uh miss my voice in your ears, then it's just because you're not listening to the stuff on, on post show. Cause I'm very, very there. Uh, and we have people who say they like to be in the post show recaps, patron discord without even watching the scripted stuff. Cause we're just up to all sorts of weird shenanigans in there. Consider signing up. There's uh there's, there's a Wario casino. It's a lot better than this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's really not close. So patreon.com slash post show recaps. Come, come say hi. I miss you too. Check us out. We've got good stuff going on. Okay. Josh, thank you for spending time with us uh, here today. Akiva, anything else to say before, before we get to the mailbag? Uh, no, but um, listen, I'm, uh, I'm here. We'll, there's a new meaning for now when we like one-up the, uh, the Mario noise. I'll, I'll always think of this movie <laughs> when, we, when we accept an idea. Yeah, you'll never forget that the one-ups were not included in the <laughs> Yeah, it had nothing to do with the movie at all. Yeah, that's actually the noise of Mario uh, growing. Not um, yeah. What about the, the Invincible? What about the Invincible? No, there's no like, star. Uh, nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, they there's uh, so little effort. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, this week's <laughs> mailbag mails here uh, coming up uh, after this. All right. Bye, Long Island lads. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. We are back with the mailbag for episode uh, 133, and it's uh, just Uncle Kiwi and me. Uh, this is a, a treat. What, that it's just us? Yeah. Has it not been just us in a while? I don't know the last time that it was just us on the mailbag. I feel like this is sort of like uh, when, you know, my uh, kids were, you know, here nonstop, and it's just uh, me and Nicole. We were like, uh, oh, like, uh, look at us. This is weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought like, hey, you know, who could I have on the mailbag this week? I figured I, it's probably been a while. I do, you know, who knows what next week will be. But then after that, you know, we might have a, a, a week or two break. And I figured yeah. let's, uh, let's have some alone time. I think we were solo on the first half of the podcast uh, a few times, uh, notably Project Greenlight. But I don't think that on the back half of the podcast, uh, we have been uh, just us in uh, some time. Well, I wonder when the last time it was just us for the whole show. Yeah, um, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure when I'm not sure when that was. Uh, yeah, podcast Power Hour. It was just us in the first half, but we've had a lot of we've had a lot of visitors. Not, not nothing against our guests. I'm just saying that uh, you know, nice nice to just catch up with Uncle Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Is there any something you want to catch up about? I know well, I know you love packing. Yeah, I um, you know had the opportunity to speak to uh, one of your favorite podcasters uh this week that i had a, a very special podcast with sean clements who is uh one half of the hollywood handbook podcast yeah you uh, said if you want you come on with me and uh i chickened out yeah um yeah, it was very fun. Uh, had a, a nice, uh, nice chat with Sean, who I was not super familiar with. Uh, like I, I only knew really the show from you talking about it all these years, but mm-hmm. I've listened to a few episodes uh, this week, and I feel like I, I get the format now. Uh, I think I, it's a very hard show to to jump into. I mm-hmm. think the only way to jump in would be go back like four hundred episodes. Yeah, that's what he said. Where you know that it's 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 a tough show where like. Uh, People like need like fifteen episodes uh, in to like uh, get what the show is. Yeah, and it's changed a few times. Like they used to be pretending to be like Hollywood jerks who like uh, were giving advice, and now it's completely different. And, yeah, and like now there's almost no premise. So, but they are sort of playing characters. It's very hard to uh, to explain. I like I, it is my favorite podcast, but I almost wouldn't recommend it to people if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that podcast is going to go up on uh, Sunday night. Mm. Yeah, I thought, you know, you you were kind enough. You said you could come on with us. And I, I thought, like, you know, he probably wants to speak to you. I don't know what my place will be there. I don't think people will be like, sweet, Akiva's here. I thought that you could be like a facilitator. You know, I, I'm not 
super familiar uh, with mm-hmm. uh, with his work. He's a big uh, Survivor fan. I thought maybe he might be able to sort of like say like you know ask some questions that might have uh, like led to uh, some you know uh, other interesting directions. But uh, we had a nice chat. Um, all right, I'm glad. Uh, it's like. Um you know it's it's not my friends hanging out without me because he doesn't know who i am but uh mm-hmm. it's a little weird it's like worlds colliding a little bit you know mm-hmm. are we killing independent akiva he, there i mean how independent is akiva honestly yeah not very independent then also this week this was something that i didn't know uh was uh going to happen but i was on the rhap patron discord do you know that there's a whole uh discord channel about the uh kelly white wedding planning no, I had no idea, but I, I probably would like to see it. Yeah. It's probably useful for me. It's going on over in the RHAP uh, patron discord. A lot of people, including Kelly White herself, are talking about uh, w- what should be happening at the uh, Kelly White wedding. I think that's useful because if if and when it comes up on the wheel, it could be next week, that wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited. You know, I, I always like look forward to certain things coming up on the wheel, but I think like giving the, you know, us giving Kelly the text, like, by the way, your wedding next week is going to be up there in terms of like uh you know wheel spins uh yeah I, I, we we definitely will have like a form and uh things like that so i'll check that out yeah by the way rob yes. i have, a, I have a, a small beef with you a beef last week i i dropped a bunch of forms and you said well i looked at your twitter and i didn't even know they were an app and you didn't tag me and and you had all these complaints i said okay yeah. going forward you know sometimes like i tag you if i want the retweet sometimes i almost like don't want the retweet because if you retweet it sometimes if it's interesting enough we'll go from like we might have too many responses if that makes any sense okay um, yeah so what, what but, what's your beef what are you beefing so last week we said we were going to put rob's biggest fan on yeah. the wheel yeah I, I i tagged you yeah you didn't retweet it i would look what am i johnny Fairplay? like uh, i would look like <laughs> the biggest a-hole around uh-huh. of like hey yeah. who wants to vote for being my biggest fan everybody everybody come so you're to- like reluctantly participating in this podcast like that's at least right according to the canon that's okay. right i hear you uh i i didn't realize who that. loves okay, me <laughs> everyone <laughs> all of all of you're my biggest fan come come answer this form we have some paperwork gonna, for you. But I'm going to need someone with like more listeners than more followers than me. So it's, like what it sounds like re- you're saying is that the response was a bit more tepid than you anticipated. It wasn't it wasn't fully tepid, but I want I want to I want to cast a wide net. Almost I like guess, I predicted. I don't think there's hmm. going to be a big response. Well, you said there would be like three people. Yeah. And no, there's way more than three. I said fifty. We're it's somewhere in between there. Mm-hmm. It's double digits, but it's not fifty. Um, is it twenty? It's about twenty. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is enough to do the podcast. Like I think we could put that on the wheel. But I'd like more people. But I understand if you don't want to retweet it, maybe I'll get the RHEP um, account or so. I'll get I'll get I'll get somebody sure. with more followers. Sure. Yeah. Um. Then uh, one other uh, piece of housekeeping is uh, that uh, this week we also got together for a uh, Puya Twitch stream. We played a game called uh, The Absolute Audacity uh, with Puya, uh, Jenny Autumn, and Phil T, birthday boy uh, Phil T this week. Uh, people said that that was like a bonus Renap episode. Yeah, I thought that was very fun. Uh, we could I felt like we could have been going for a while, but it took a while because we were five people. 
uh, to get through a few takes. But basically, the way it worked is that we each anonymously submitted takes, and then someone would read them, and we tried to guess who of the five of us dropped that take. It was a very fun mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So uh, you can check that out over on uh, twitch.tv slash Puya if you want to check uh, that out. That's a video. Uh, Also on the Renap subreddit, somebody uh, tried their hand at Renap A to Z. Okay. How did it go? Okay. You want to hear it? You stop me. Stop me when you're bored. Okay. Okay. All right. This is from bingbong87 on Reddit. A is for Alf. He's from mm-hmm. Melmac and enjoys uh, talking about eating cats. So I don't know if we need oh, well, to define Alf. Well, I mean, if it was like a children's book, they might have more about Alf. Sometimes mm-hmm. they like, explain the thing. Sometimes they're just like, you know, A is for Apple. But I, I don't, I don't want to like big time, you know, Alf. But shouldn't A be for Akiva? <laughs> uh, well, that should be a Twitter poll. Uh, who's the more notable A, Akiva or Alf? At yeah. least in the Renap universe. B is for beloved. Shows or movies must not be too beloved, or Robin Akiva will not cover them. Mm-hmm. Okay. C is for Conspirapod, a podcast series in which Antonio Mazzaro discusses uh, conspiracy theories and their origins. Mm-hmm. D is for Different Strokes, a TV series and basis of Akiva's all-time favorite joke. <laughs> e is for E, Vince's manager and entourage, and one of Rob's most loathed TV characters. F is for Forky, wearing a Yankee jersey, throwing away the Mets, uh, the theme of the infamous cake baked by Akiva's wife, Mara. Mm-hmm. G is for great, an uh, adjective sometimes used to describe something that is not great. H is for a hot takeoff. I is for I can't believe it's just banter. J is for Jets. K is for King Cake Baby. L is for Lep. M is for Minnesota. N is for Nicole, the name of the official uh, TikToker of Renap and the name of Rob's wife, the biggest fan and the former contestant of Survivor, Nicole Delma. O is the Oregon Trail. P is for Perfect Strangers. Q is for Quicksand. R is for Renap Bot. S is for Scum. T is for The Song of the Summer. I think we do better than T. Yeah, I mean, like basic first grade stuff. T can't be for the, mm-hmm. you know. U is for Uncle Kiwi. Uh, v is for Vito. W is for Whoopi Goldberg. X is for Renap X. It's a little bit of a reach. Uh, mm-hmm. Y is for Yucky Juice. Uh, on second thought, this is more of a 32 fans idea. And Z is for Zach, uh, third wheel. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Good effort. Good job. Good effort. Okay. All right. You got some stuff for the mailbag. Yeah, I'll, I'll read some mailbag ideas. Oh, by the way, I also wanted to say that I felt like uh, coming off of last week's High School Musical, I feel like that the listeners were very well behaved, mm-hmm. didn't get anybody out of line in my mention, so I just want to say I appreciate that. I like, yeah, I like when people who are really into the IP just are like cool with us talking about it, even if we didn't love it, and they're like happy just to get mentioned, you know? And I didn't mean a lot of fans out there to get so much on my soapbox last week, but I just felt mm-hmm. like uh, some things needed to be set. Yeah, no, I think it went well. I, nobody really was uh, hating on us. I think all, all things considered, it was it went well. It was solid. Yeah. Okay. All right, Uncle Kiwi, what do you have in the mailbag yeah. this week? Okay. Um, you know, we just did a bad movie, so we got a bunch of suggestions for maybe uh, adding new crappy movies to the crappy movie diaper. Let's take one. And the crappy movie diaper, we, we also said last week, is stacked. So I think it really has to be great to get added, because it's taking away percentage points from some real winners. Mm-hmm. Poor Mac and me, sitting there for like two years, not getting picked. Yeah, okay. 
Um, Michelle from Sacramento says, what about uh, this idea? It's uh, Please consider this idea. It's so good for the crime movie diaper. I'm suggesting the film Clifford from 1994. Here is the description. Martin Short plays a mischievous. Do you hate when people say mischievous or do you don't mind it or do you say it yourself? I think I pronounce so many words wrong that I don't get on when other mm-hmm. people say, uh, it's actually, because I don't even know what it's supposed to actually be. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, mischievous 10-year-old who makes life miserable for his yuppie uncle. Yes, you read that right. Adult Martin Short plays a 10-year-old. Well, that's not so crazy. He's pretty small, right? <laughs> um, if that's not enough to convince you, what about Ebert's review? This movie is so odd, it's almost worth seeing because we'll never see anything like it again, I hope. It also stars Mary Steenbergen, that's Ted Danson's wife, Charles Grodin, and of course, the 44-year-old Martin Short playing a 10-year-old. I watched the whole thing, and I can tell you, it will not disappoint for the podcast. And it's even available on a bunch of streets. So this is confusing for me because I hear Clifford and I think of the big giant dog. And then, Mm -hmm. okay, so I think it's a movie about uh, the dog. And I'm like, oh, and then Charles Grodin is in in that. Oh, wait, no, wait, hold on. I'm getting confused because Charles Grodin is in the movie with the big giant dog, Beethoven. But Mm. no, Charles Grodin really is in the big giant movie or the big movie. It's not even a big movie. He's in the movie with the big giant dog. Beethoven, and he's also in the movie Clifford, which happens to not be about the IP of the big giant dog. Yeah, I believe it's called the big red dog. I, I wasn't right, giving you that. That dog. wasn't his official <laughs> nickname. Is the big giant well, dog? You like, yeah, but big giant. I mean, that would be that would be interesting. To me. All right, Clifford's IMDb is five point four. That's like close to being too good for the crappy movie diaper, but I'm not sure if it's. I there. think that was Josh Wiggler's sweet spot. That's the sweet spot for movies he actually, like, unironically likes. Yeah. That is true. A bratty 10-year-old boy is obsessed with visiting a dinosaur-themed amusement park. His uptight uncle takes the wily tyke in for a week and barely lives to regret it. Is he going to kill him? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and that's also kind of a spoiler that he does live. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Also, has Richard Kind, Dabney Coleman, Ben Savage. Mm-hmm. An all-star cast. Uh, does this movie interest you? Um. I wouldn't say it's particularly interesting. Yeah, one of the things I like about uh, the crappy movie diaper, having done this this week, I think if there is existing IP, it's better for us. So, like, uh, or like a famous movie, like Weekend at Bernie's is is like somewhat well known IP. Theodore Rex is Whoopi Goldberg. That's like the Whoopi cushion. Cats is Cats. Like those movies have existing. Yeah, what's IP. the hook? Is the question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's confusing because, like, people are going to think we're reviewing the movie with the big giant dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think that this is, uh, I'm sure, like, if this was like a, a podcast where all we did was talk about mm-hmm. bad movies, okay, Put great. Put it on the Put yeah, it on the absolutely. list. But I, I just don't think that there's enough of a hook to get to uh, 1994's Clifford. And maybe somebody writes in, actually, what you didn't know is that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, oh, I, we didn't yeah, even I, consider that. I'm on the same page as you. I like again. If we were, if we had to add twenty crap movies to the list, put it on. But it's close. We don't, so. It's close, but yeah. there's uh, nothing that's particularly interesting. Where the, that Akiva's test of uh, if this drops in your podcast feed, ooh, Robin Akiva talk about 1994's Clifford. Nobody mm. is uh, hitting play instantly. No, no, only only the it's like. True, uh, the let's true see, uh, is anything else out uh, that I do think that <laughs> Renap gets a bump on the Saturday night bump. Uh, very few podcasts come out Saturday night. That's true. Although we've been dropping Sunday night recently. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that, that uh, the ratings have been down. Have the ratings been down? I feel like that the there hasn't been a lot of buzz. 
Well, we haven't done a lot of like the tent pole ideas in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. But Saturday night, I feel Saturday like night? I, I I feel like that, especially no NFL coming up here. I mean, uh, who else is dropping a podcast Saturday night? All right, so let's go back to Saturday night. I mean, this is Saturday night. Can this get dropped tonight? I, I have no idea. Just for you, um, Akiva, we'll mm-hmm. drop it tonight. Perfect. I mean, I, uh, thank you. Great. Um, okay, I was going to drop from- it Wednesday, but now uh, you that you talked me into it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Christopher with a K. Uh, it's called Robin Akiva Go the Distance. He says once it's safe to travel and everyone is vaccinated, Robin Akiva travels well, to Dyer. Everyone is vaccinated, Christopher. Yeah, yeah, I, that uh, yeah. okay, sure. Hundred percent. We need we need a hundred percent. I'm gonna put a lot of things there. on my list of like uh, <laughs> Nicole asked me to do something like all right. Once everyone is vaccinated, <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, Robin Akiva travels. Does to it, like, that'll be the thing. We'll we'll say on the like uh, things that we don't really want to do on. We'll say like okay. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. everyone is vaccinated, we'll do that. Yeah, w- yeah, we will watch Clifford no the uh, giant red dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Robert, keep it travel to Dyersville, Iowa, to visit the Field of Dreams filming location with many Renap fans. They can host a podcast from the field, see the area, experience the majestic, driftless area of Iowa, and maybe just maybe we can get a second sleepover podcast. Although it's not Omaha, this could be very. Did close you say to the, the driftless middle. area of Iowa? Is that the name That's- of it, or is that an adjective? That's uh, like the majestic driftless area. I think it, it Christopher's an, is just describing with an adjective. Maybe That's he lives a, near there. So it's an adjective. It's not a place. It's not a place, but is it a plus? Is driftless like, do we want to see something that's driftless? Let's see. Like you go to parent-teacher conference like, uh, sorry, uh, um, Mrs. Esternino, uh, your son is driftless. No, I think driftless. Like, is that what they want here? I think driftless is a location. I don't think it's an adjective. What is it? It's without drift? I get. I didn't think it was location, but now I believe you. Yeah, driftless area, scenic byway. I see on. Uh, I'm looking at driftless area. Yeah, I see. It's like the corner of Wisconsin, Minnesota, yeah. Iowa, Illinois. But how about this, Christopher, with a K? Put it in capitals next time, so I know that it's. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that I know that I know it's a, a noun and not just like your adjective. That the most describing. scenic state byway in Iowa is the 144 mile driftless area scenic byway. Okay, I, I I didn't know about that. So so is it travel time? Are we almost ready to start traveling again? Is everyone vaccinated? Um, <laughs> the, everyone is not vaccinated yet, so I don't think it's time to do this. I mean, that I kind of feel like going to the site of Field of Dreams, more of a thirty-two fans idea. I agree, and I don't think Chester would be super interested anyway. Mm-hmm. Probably anti-Iowa as a Minnesota. You don't mm-hmm. want to see the driftless area of Minnesota, man. Yeah. Are they going to let us podcast from the field of dreams? Is Christopher like offering it? He said like you could do a podcast from the field. Like, is that just, a th- you know, um, pre-COVID, I believe last year, the Yankees and somebody were supposed to, pod- were supposed to play a game there, right? They yeah. Built the field. Well, there's the white, was it the, I would imagine it's the White Sox, no? Probably. But I don't know. Um, like, I don't think they rescheduled that for this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whatever happened to it. Maybe they did. Maybe it's happening this year. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, look, you want to talk yeah, about potential August 12th. road trips? Uh, let's uh, talk about it. But I don't think that's it. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm up for I'm up for uh, potential, you know, even starting to talk about like, where should we go next? Let's spit. But I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's Iris Valley. The one thing we said, because we were, you know weeks away from like you know having a podcast like where should we go next summer right before covid right um and people were gonna like make a bracket of cities or whatever uh like it's gotta be near an airport i don't think dyersville iowa is near like a cheap airport you know what i mean <laughs> how are they getting the yankees like, there 
Well, they have their own plane. Like mm. the teams have their own plane. You need an airport. Yeah, but like a, a cheap airport is what I'm saying. Like it has to be like a hub. A hub. Know? Like Atlanta's a hub. We need a hub. Char- what are the hub, hub. cities? The hub cities are like Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago. Those are hubs. Let's see. A lot of, a lot of airplanes in and out. Those are cheap flights. Mm-hmm. New York, Miami. Gas is very pricey not, right now. That is true. No, not, a, not a hub, Dyersville, Iowa. Just not a hmm. hub. Okay. See a lot of tech hubs. I am I am willing to consider. Would you be willing to consider this summer do, having if because people have been very interested, yeah, in doing like once now that people are vaccinated. I assume most of our, our listeners, first people to get vaxxed, famously, except for the Canadian ones, which is most of them. Um, the what do you think about uh, sending listeners to Iowa for the meet you in the middle? People have been begging to do that for a couple of years now. First off, uh, I thought it was Omaha that we're sending them to. Now we're yeah, gonna, yeah, they, yeah. now we're sending them to no, Iowa. Omaha. It's not even a hub. Omaha, you're right. Omaha, yeah. Nebraska. Well, they'd be covering their own expenses. Mm, okay. Should we send people to Omaha to meet in the middle? I think we should. <laughs> and what what's the think? upside again? Yeah, I'm, well, what's the downside, I guess? What's the upside of watching Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> yeah. So people are going to go to Iowa and they're going to mm-hmm. then, then meet and then report back to us? Yeah, I think we'll 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 record the whole thing. I th- was this a Lindsay Wilson idea? Someone was gonna cut it up for us. Uh, we th- we also we had a couple ideas uh, right before COVID. Also yeah. about this. Okay, so let's see. Maybe uh, who's interested? Who would go to Omaha? A lot this of people summer? have offered. We have we have we could send three different pairs if we wanted. We've had a lot of offers of people. Who but that was pre-COVID. The people offered. No, we've even during COVID. Like, hey, just a reminder. Like, I'm still interested. A bunch of those. You put together the groups and then uh, let's do it. Okay. Meet me in the middle. Mm-hmm. Listen, nature is blossoming. The world is healing. Yes. Okay. We're ready to meet each other in the middle. Ready okay, to meet in the this middle. Is from, this is not a uh, Renette pitch, but this is a follow-up from our friend Shannon, Excel Shannon. She says, per your request, here are the coordinates. I won't share them. In case she AKA Private Island brush. Shannon. Yeah. Private Island Shannon. She shares the coordinates of her private island and attaches a drone shot of the island. Hmm. Well, it's definitely cool and unique, she says. I guess it's probably not as quite as quite as grandiose as you guys are imagining. Maybe more of an entry level island. I don't even have an entry level island. I don't even have like a, you know, any any island right now. Hmm. Uh, it's the middle of rural Ohio. There's not much around to do. But if you want to pursue your other idea of bowling, I do happen to be a high school state champion. You are 100 percent invited any time, however. But I do have a feeling you might not be that impressed to do what we're to go invited. to the island. Yeah, we're invited to the island whenever we want, hmm. anytime. What is the island off of? Is it near uh, a hub? Ohio? <laughs> well, there's several hubs in Ohio. See, like Cincinnati, so, the private island is off of Ohio. It's in Ohio. Yeah, it's the middle of Ohio. The private island is in the middle of Ohio. That's what she says. <laughs> Let me check out this Ohio map. Uh huh. Yeah, check out the map of Ohio. I'm checking out the map of Ohio. Is it on a lake? You think it's like a lake island? I mean, does an island have to be in the middle of the ocean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much this, about. There the are rules some lakes, uh, but it, I'm looking in like the middle of Ohio. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I was today years old when I learned about the Ohio Islands. Yeah, I mean, uh, it probably a good place to hide out if we ever, you know, the feds are looking for us. Yeah, we hide out in this. Here's Ohio a website: Ohio Eight Amazing Ohio Islands. You can visit. 
Okay. And one of them is Excel Shannon's? Um, I guess so. So you want to hear about the, some of the Ohio islands? Please, uh, okay. I do. All right. The top eight, they have cool names. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a Whiskey Island. Mm-hmm. Are you a whiskey guy? N- I wish. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds cool. Yeah. I only drink beer. Yeah. Too um, young for whiskey. I would like to be a whiskey guy, but un- unfortunately, I just don't like, uh, you know, I like the giant ice ball. Do you want to rebrand? Like, should that be a good rebrand? You became like a big whiskey guy. Just started talking about whiskey constantly. Uh, I I don't want to talk about whiskey. No. Was that food? Does that fall under the food umbrella? You don't want to really talk about it? No, I think it's just like douchey to be talking about whiskey all the time. Okay. So you don't want to be a whiskey guy. I don't want to be a whiskey guy. I wouldn't mind like sitting... Would you rather be a bourbon guy? Well, I see. I don't even know. I thought whiskey is bourbon. Oh, shoot. We're going to get so many emails that were idiots is i think it is there's whiskey bourbon or is it scotch or they all whiskey, whiskey? bourbon or scotch uh is Era. is bourbon whiskey i think you know this stuff yeah bourbon is whiskey bourbon is whiskey but scotch is not whiskey. no they're both whiskey they're both whiskey yeah whiskey kind of fun to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay who knew all right see i'm not a big drinker. all bourbon is whiskey and not all whiskey is bourbon. That's right. Ah, uh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Right. And there's lots mm-hmm. of different types of whiskey, including scotch. Scotch. Got it. Scotch, also fun to say. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Mm-hmm. Scotch St. Pierre. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fun to say. Um, yeah. Okay. Whiskey Island is the first island. What are the other islands? You know, is rye whiskey? Because they sing in that song, uh, Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Mm-hmm. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. I think and the good old boys r- were drinking whiskey and rye. But I think rye, rye is whiskey. Yeah, I think it's a type of whiskey. So that's like whiskey. I'm drinking Coke Zero and soda. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> rye yeah. whiskey can refer to uh, two different related types of whiskey. American rye whiskey or Canadian whiskey. Who knew there was Canadian whiskey? Yeah. Uh, it's a type of whiskey that uses rye mash. So maybe it's like you have one bottle of rye and one bottle of bourbon. Should our uh, class trip, like their first nap trip, be to Kentucky so we like learn all these things? Go to like the <laughs> uh, Southern Comfort. Uh, no, Southern Comfort's not, not whiskey. Uh, so go to like the uh, go the factory. Mm-hmm. How about like listeners send Robin Akiva bottles of Pappy Van Winkle? Hmm. Pappy Van Winkle. That's a whiskey. That's like. Yeah, is Pappy Van Winkle whiskey? It's bourbon, so yes, that's technically bourbon. Whiskey. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just like uh, in demand, and they it, it's like uh, it's hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, any other fun islands besides Whiskey Island? Uh, I think it was, was, there, was there a Snake Island? That's too spooky. Uh, let's I see. I hope that's not Shannon's Island. If that's Shannon's Island, I'm out. Oh, Rattlesnake Island. Even worse, like mm-hmm. Snake Island, I'll be like, "All right, that's kitschy." Rattlesnake Island, I am out because that means there's rattlesnakes there. Rattlesnake Island is an 85 acre island located on Lake Erie near Putin Bay. It looks like it says uh, Putin Bay. Anybody Putin ever confuse that? Yeah. Uh, do you, like, is he buying up real estate <laughs> in, in Ohio? It's part of uh, Putin Bay Township. Okay, and it's Ottawa. Oh, actually, it's in Ottawa, Canada. So it's it's close. It's not technically Ohio. Sugar Island. Uh, geez. Sugar's Kelly's Island. Island. Okay. Do we have Kelly White's wedding on Kelly Island? 
Honestly, I would do it. I don't know if you could get out of Oh, here's the worst. Would, here's the two worst, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather yeah. go to Mouse Island or Starve Island? Yeah, so first of all, Rattlesnake Island should be taking care of Mouse Island. Mm-hmm. Um, Mouse Island, fine, whatever. I don't Because I don't think there's mice on Mouse Island. Starve Island, like, w- what is it? Why, why is it called Starve Island? Anything okay. about it? Starve Island is an island in, in Ohio. It's two acres. Um, and there's a Starve Island Yacht Club. Starve Island Yacht Club. Yeah. Okay. I don't, these people might be too fancy for us. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I was thinking, like, we could go there. We could record podcasts. Let's say you get, like, uh, Stir Crazy in your new home. They're like, all right, let's 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 hit the road. We do. We have, like, a podcast. Take me island. to Rattlesnake Island. Take me yeah. to Rattlesnake Island. But I, I feel like the internet's going to be bad at these places. You know? Yeah. That's, like, the main... When I'm going somewhere, like, the main thing is, like... Oh. And I still sit on my Whiskey phone Whiskey Island. What about it? Uh, did we circle back? Is that how we got started on this? So that, uh, yeah, that's yeah. how we got started. <laughs> I'm looking for interesting names. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a uh, Chick Island. Okay. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is from Marky Mark. It's that's, called. That's I, in Ontario. Be- that's for, for our, our Canadian. We might have to go on one island, and then our Canadian uh, listeners will go on uh, like another island. Maybe we can like and we'll uh, do like a bullhorn wave. situation. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes. Uh, Kelly, if you want, uh, if you want to have your honeymoon on, do we have? Do you think we have the rights to offer Excel Shannon's Island for Kelly's honeymoon? Um, she yeah, a hundred percent of the time, like we could just come. Yeah. So, like, I feel like we have like access. Maybe she'll send us a key. Yeah, I don't know. I've uh, always wanted like a fr- I, back before before when I still lived in New York, we had, my wife had a boss who like would let us go up to her upstate house. Mm-hmm. Like I always want, you always want friends who have like, you know, second home, that type of thing, but also like laid back about just giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to go to there, but I don't want to go there with you. That type of thing. <laughs> not, I mean, Excel Shannon's welcome to come. I'm not talking about her. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is, the, this idea is from Marky Mark and it's called the tables are turned. Let's see if we could make heads or tails of this idea. Okay. So Mark says many times Robin Akiva come off as very like-minded in their likes and dislikes. And when discussing things like the greatest shows of all time, it can be a bit of an echo chamber. In this episode, a Lindsay Wilson type will interview several listeners of the podcast as they watch single episodes of Robin Akiva's favorite shows and other stuff and give their misinformed opinions. The roles are reversed. Robin Akiva will be forced to listen to Gen Zers take after watching the first episode of, say, Seinfeld or The Sopranos or The Wire. The standard season three, episode seven, Robin Akiva are introduced to a new show and then are subjected to the superfans' wrath while giving their opinions. Uh, How is this a podcast? In, we're in we're episode, listening to another podcast and then we're re- reacting to the pod- first podcast? So I don't think Marky Mark's idea. Uh, so, so he says uh, Robin Akiva can tear apart the listeners' opinions, drag them on Twitter. So I don't think Marky Mark's idea is straight is like on it on its own volition a podcast. But I do wonder if there's something there in terms of like watching things with people who've never seen it before and explaining it to them the way you did with me on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is these people's first time watching Seinfeld, and we take them through Seinfeld or The Sopranos, or whatever. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't think that that's that exciting. You don't think it's an idea? What if like if, what what if uh, Chappelle was like, I've never seen X. We're like, ooh, you've never seen X. We're gonna watch that. Similar to like how um, our friend Bill has famously never seen Rocky, and maybe we'll sit down and watch. If Rocky you found the right person and the right IP, that mm-hmm. oh, I can't believe this person has never sure. seen blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe you have something, but um, you know, I don't know necessarily if it's like okay, random people have never seen this, and we're explaining it to them. 
Um, okay, this is from Zach. I might have mentioned this, but I want to I want to circle back to this for a second. Zach says, recently my wife and I watched Seinfeld for the first time. Since then, I've started listening to old Seinfeld post recap episodes. I thought it'd be funny to make a game like the Big Brother What the Bleep Challenge, except with your old clips from the Seinfeld podcast. You'd be a competition between Robin and Akiva where yeah. someone could host it. Um, so we did something like mildly similar with Jordan Kalish uh, many episodes ago, yeah. right? And, uh, you know, le- uh, supposedly, uh, I thought Hit by a Car Claire was working on uh, going back through the Seinfeld back catalog. Yeah, I think she did. I think it's like, I, as far as I know, it's ready. And I think she wanted. We just did, didn't have anything that was like, uh, like a wild take. And then we were just like pretty much, if anything, we were ahead of our time. Was that, is that what you said that we were that we had? No I'm assuming she find them. I don't think that's what happened. I think she did go through. I uh, let me let me double check with her this week, but I think maybe that could be close to being wheel ready. Um, speaking of putting things on the wheel, what do you think about Rob's biggest fan? Is that ready to go on the wheel this week? Did it doesn't sound like you had a big turnout. I had enough. I had 18 people. Like I think that's enough to pick, pick through. But plus, I think if it came up this week. I would, you know, there will be more of a push to get people there. And um, why don't you give it another week? Why don't I have a quorum? Okay, fine. Okay. You really, you're, you're not, you're nervous about this idea now. I think when everybody's vaccinated, we should do this. <laughs> no, it's a good idea. We're doing it. Yeah. That's a good podcast. So I wanted to ask you, did you see any of the buzz about the Friends reunion? I have seen the buzz about the Friends reunion. I think they're being vague in terms of what it is, right? Is it an episode of TV with a lot of... There's like a weird amount of celebrities who had nothing to do with friends. Right. Uh, I think it's going to be a disaster. And I think that we should be billing ourselves as like uh, the uh, plays... Like we should have full recap of uh, Friends the Reunion. People who are not really known as Friends fans. You think it's us. People are coming to us for the Friends. I just think it's going to be really bad. Okay. So like our thing is like like knocking on things that suck yeah okay i mean it's it's a it's a terrible idea and it's a money grab for mm-hmm. everybody involved if people feel like uh, like and i know people love friends it's like oh this is going to be the like uh you know i'm gonna get like the updated story like uh, I, I don't think so i think you're gonna get like celebrity cameos and people phoning it in yeah right i think people who are sort of casual uh, followers probably think like, ooh, a, either there's going to be like a whole other season, like Will and Grace did, no. or B, it's going to be a regular episode. But I think it's C, it's going to be like a one scene in the apartment, like with the old set, and then like <laughs> Justin Bieber is going to walk in, and people are like, Woo! like, listen to how terrible uh, this. Uh, every headline is more ridiculous than the next. Uh, this is from uh, Entertainment Weekly this week. Friends reunion special sets premiere date with BTS. Lady Gaga, more guest stars, including Justin Bieber, Reese Witherspoon, Kit Harrington, Mindy Kaling, and more, will join the Friends reunion on HBO Max later this month. Like, no, what the not- hell is it? Is it a variety show? Yeah, I'm not sure. Is Joey like, come back from Los Angeles? He's like, hey, guys, how you doing? I made it. Here's all my A-list celebrity friends. Mm-hmm. Also, the Friends, the reunion will feature guest appearances by all, uh, BTS, Lady Gaga, David Beckham, Justin Bieber, James Corden, Cindy Crawford, Cara Delavinge, Delavine, Delavine. Elliot mm-hmm. Gould, Kit Harrington, Larry Hankin, Mindy Kaling, Thomas Lennon, Christina Pickles, Tom Selleck, James Michael Tyler, Maggie Wheeler, Reese Witherspoon, and Malala. I was wondering what Malala was up to. I guess she's filming the Friends reunion. Who is Christina Pickles? Um, uh, she was one of the Rugrats, I think. 
she must be from friends because like other than that i don't i have never heard of her directed by ben winston Mm-hmm. And executive produced by original Friends masterminds Kevin Bright, Amarta Kaufman, and David Crane, the unscripted reunion special filmed on the long-running sitcom Soundstage. Uh, so is it is it not? Are they in character? Uh, I think they're in character. By the way, uh, Christina Pickles is Ross and Monica's uh, mom on the show. That's okay. why. She's oh, good to know. Famous. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but when they say it's unscripted... What the yeah, hell are they doing? I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? Like, I thought it was like going to be like, oh, okay, we're checking in like uh, 15 years later about the, the uh, seeing what the uh, sassy six is up to. But you then, know what I think this was? This was like they signed this deal during COVID when people were very starved for any sort of entertainment in those few months. And like, it feels like something that would have been big during like the summer of Corona, but now it's like, we've moved past this. And yeah. I, mean, I haven't watched any of like a lot of shows have done like a zoom reunion or some sort of reunion. I haven't seen any of them, even the shows I watch. Yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, so, not- okay. So the unscripted episode with the original cast who will not be in character is to air on HBO max. I mean, so if it's not in character, who the hell cares? Wait, the, sh- the cast is not in character. Yeah. Oh, so then it's it's much worse than I thought. Like, at least you were going to get some new content. So they're just going to be talking about friends and then like BTS and Lady Gaga are going to come sing? I guess so. It sounds even like it might not even be good enough. Like, yeah, bad or bad. No, I, again, I, th- I don't know. I don't want to recap it. If they're not going to be in character, I don't want to recap it. That's terrible. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So wild, right? And, but in the cast, they say Jennifer Aniston as Rachel Green, Courtney Cox as Monica Geller on the Wikipedia. But it just said that it's unscripted and they're not going to be in character. Well, where is that? On IMDb? This on is a Wikipedia. Like, Wikipedia doesn't necessarily know. Yeah. Warner Brothers um, unscripted and alternative television is involved in the production of the episode. Yeah, I, I, it sounds like a nightmare, honestly. Uh, I was in and now I'm out, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll see. Uh, but uh, God knows what this week will bring in terms of headlines. Uh, yeah, who, which show is going to be uh, get a new reunion? I'd like to see our ER reunion. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's the actors doing surgery. <laughs> they're not in character, but they're like, hey, like we've sort of figured this out. And like it's just Anthony Edwards doing surgery. Mm-hmm. How are they going to integrate all these celebrities? Is there going to be like a concert and they're in the back? I don't know. I think I, that they should do like the Friends Awards. I think it's like, all right, and now the award the for, you know, a uh, gra- greatest joke here to, pre- <laughs> here to present is uh, BTS and Christina Pickles. <laughs> I think BTS and Christina Pickles are, are, uh, that's like, that's the duo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You don't think the musical performance, maybe the musical performance by Christina Pickles. BTS, is uh, BTS going to perform the Friends theme song? See, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch. Uh, the tra- they're like too young. I the- think BTS was like too young for Friends. Even they're, yeah, they put out the trailer uh, that I have to uh, wa- watch. The trailer. I don't know if it's gonna necessarily play well on the podcast, but yeah, I think it's gonna be wild. All right, so we'll we'll keep an eye on it. What what date is it premiering? I think we're gonna be away when it premieres. Yeah. By the way, um, I, I know you're watching uh, Succession. Do you watch it on HBO Max? Uh, well, first of all, I'm finished. I'm caught up on oh. Succession. I'm that was all, quick. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, 
once I get into a show, I, I want to finish it because I'm very wary of spoilers and stuff like that. I always get spoiled at the end of a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, did you watch it on HBO Max? Yeah. Why? I hate HBO Max. I think it's the, the worst Max. of all the stream. I'm, I'm always like trying to hack my way into HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, what, what's the best of the streaming services? Uh, that Disney Plus, I feel like very easy to get. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, um, I am almost never like logged out and need to like figure out my way back in. Like HBO the certain Max. sites never log. Like I don't know. I, I was saying this, I think, to you the other day. Like, Netflix, I, don't I, I rarely have a problem with. Never getting logged out of Netflix. Yeah. Um, well, I'd say so. It's one Quibi, two Disney Plus, three Netflix. Those are the top three. Top three, yeah. Okay. But I feel like that I I have fought the battles with HBO Max to try to log in, and then I go to I get two options, which are like uh like re- renew purchase, and then it's like trying to charge me money from like the iTunes store. Like, oh, slow your roll, HBO Max. Yeah. What about Paramount Plus? Yeah, it's fine. I don't have any problems with it. So we there's like ten. I feel like you're subscribed to like ten different. Are you subscribed to Hulu also? Yeah. So you have like ten different streaming services. YouTube TV is what I do for my television. Oh, and you and you. Oh, you canceled your Directv, right? Uh, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But but what do you watch live sports on? YouTube TV. Okay, but you are a little behind. It's tough to watch that on Twitter. No. I, if I was like constantly refreshing, sometimes it could be like thirty seconds behind. Yeah, it's, that's that's my one problem. It is it is a little bit behind. I get mm-hmm. spoiled sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. all right. Anything else you want to just spin the wheel and get out of here? Uh, that's it. We don't, did we talk about any ideas? Uh, we didn't so put I anything the on. dreams. Yeah. Let's I, get I one more. You have one more. We're yeah. We, oh, but how about this? I will say for next week, you know, send in more ideas. We're, we're a little light on ideas heading into the break. We Renap have another show next week at Rob has a website.com. But also, um, or we, was it need a oh, podcast at Rob's website? Need I think both, both, both work. work. They both, both work. work. Yeah. Um, but we're a little light on games. We only, hit, you know, we had a million games over the last bunch of months. Now we have one Taskmaster. But send the new game ideas, and uh, maybe we'll find another game to put on the wheel. Always have more of those. Those are fun. Okay. Um, you, uh, yeah. I even closed out the doc, but I could open it up again. Do you have any ideas? Yeah. Is there anything? Uh, any any TV shows, movies we should add? Yeah. Um. So. Um. No, and I don't have anything to to add. I just had a, like a bunch of uh, different things that were sort of like um, you know kicking around in my brain, just uh, that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, um, I don't is... know if I moved the ball at all in terms of coming up with ideas, but I felt like I had a lot of things uh, that on my personal like uh, I needed to talk to Akiva about this stuff, and I feel I'm, like I'm happy to. I do got that it off my chest. Bag. Listen, we're 130 something episodes in. I'm happy to. Uh... Talk about random stuff. That yeah. Make you, oh, I, I have a mailbag list every week, and you could uh, you have a list of random nonsense. Yeah. So I saw also. another tweet this week from one of our listeners, Susie, who's gone back and done a full li- re-listen, and she says that we used to argue more uh, in the early days of the podcast. Interesting. Um, you know, on Thirty Two Fans, Chester and I used to have like knockdown major arguments. If you remember, we really. So what do you think? You've do changed. Anymore. I think you got. I think I've changed you. I was always like very calm, and you guys have now like followed my path. Is what happened? I think is that what happened? Chester no, and I both <laughs> both evolved. And Allie, and Allie, we've all changed. So what is? So yeah. what happened? Did Maybe you, like, it's a me. You think it's a me? Problem did you go to therapy? Or? Like a uh, no, what? no, I didn't. Were you more confrontational back years ago? I'd be interested to hear what what listeners have to say. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Um. 
I, I think now it's just we've done this so much that we sort of are on the same page more. We, we're looking for the same things. We know what works and what doesn't work. Hmm. I don't remember a lot of like epic Renat fights. We probably argued more on Seinfeld, and we didn't even argue that much on Seinfeld. Yeah, um, not not too much. I think we might have like a spirited. We had debate. one famous one, but other than that, I don't think uh, was that much. All right, last idea. These are two similar ideas. They're both Brand Steels. Jeremy says Brand Steel season three episode seven. You, you take every season three episode seven you've done on Renat, and you take characters from those shows. And maybe you have a boomer tribe versus a millennial tribe or a boomer show tribe versus a millennial show tribe. Brant Steele, Renap, season three, episode seven. Um, very similar idea from Hudson Valley Pat. Mm-hmm. He says, I have an idea that Rob would refer to as amazing and one that Rob would simply say is fine. The pitch is a Brant Steele that pits 10 staples of millennial culture against 10 Gen Z staples. For example, on the millennial tribe, we could have skinny jeans, Harry Potter, student loan debt for Gen Z. We could have TikTok. Uh, Minecraft something um, and something else that I'm not even going to read. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so similar ideas. Well, they're both Brand Steels. Do, mm-hmm. do either of these... In, well, I, I'll say this. Hudson Valley Pat, I'm not calling your idea amazing. Rob, would you say it's fine? I don't even think I'd say it's fine. Was it great? It is a great idea. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. Now, the Brand <laughs> Steel, like, look, you got to knock my socks off with a Brand Steel. Brand Steels are at least going to be three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, not even including the mailbag. That uh, Brand Steels, like, uh, w- you know, uh, when I first did a Brand Steel with Mike Bloom back, uh, I think we did it right after the Ghost Island, I think was the first time Mike Bloom and I ever did a Brand Steel. It was a novel concept. I think it's been a little overdone. Mm-hmm. I think it's exciting when we do the patron brand steals, but I think that sometimes like uh, uh, I, I don't know, like people used to get really excited, but I think it's been watered down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you're not interested in season three, episode seven brand steel. Uh, I'm not really. It's got to be an idea that people g- give it some juice because mm-hmm. that would be like who would be in there? Alf. Mm-hmm. Who would be the exciting people in season three, episode seven? Yeah. Kermit the Frog. I think you Purple. can do them too much. I think it's a, that's a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I, I like to try to pick here. my Snooki. spots with these uh, brand steals. See, I wasn't interested in it, but now I'm saying them, and the uh, the, the cast is pretty funny. I'm like Snooky Kermit the Frog. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, L- let's spin the wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So then, uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring up the wheel. Okay. Of course. Uh, let's uh, get that open. Sign in. Okay. And so, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what's going on here, and uh, let's take a look at the, here we go, let's the- You're doing a great job buying time. <laughs> trying to, trying to. I wasn't ready. I thought we were going to have one more idea. Okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, season three, episode seven. Uh, mm-hmm. Two spots. Two spot. Coin flip. Crappy movie mm-hmm. diaper. We've watched movies two weeks in a row. No, no, well, that that's I think off. That 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 okay, with, that's on. Then it's off the next yeah. week, I think. Uh, people's choice, mm-hmm. sequel mechanism. Rob and Akiva mm-hmm. get trekked. Star Trek, baby. Sex and Akiva. Guest choice. What mm-hmm. do we do? Spin the wheel again. I think we. I think we said like we call. We have an idea. We I, like something about a. We you, we link the Zoom and the first person who joins picks. Didn't didn't we say that? We put out the Zoom link on Twitter, and the first person that comes on gets the the pick. That's what we. That's what we said. Yeah, we said that, or you said that. Y- you said it. 
Okay. You said it. Now, we didn't have a set Zoom then, so maybe we'd have to figure out that, but um, or else that person could just crash every week. Mm-hmm. The same Zoom. But yeah, you had, that was not my idea. It was yours. Okay. All right. Then, well, what if they just DM? If it's a person we trust, we'll give them the link. Well, fine. I'll post it on Twitter. First person to say me who's not like a serial killer. Then DM us. And if we trust them, we'll give them the link. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Cheaters. Life size with Bryce Isaiah. Taurus season. Hmm. Jenny Autumn. Taskmaster. Robin, can you get soapy? Kelly Mm -hmm. White's wedding. Song of the summer too. And peeved off. The peeve off. Yeah. I did make a mistake with the the peeve off. What was the mistake? The pet peeve off. Uh, Well, you had said last week, I want people to submit them as audio peeves. Yeah, which is fine. We could pick out the peeves and have them submit. But then I stupidly, when I made the form, because I didn't know you wanted that, didn't have people include their email addresses. So we're going to have to like, it's going to be annoying to contact those people. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Okay. About it. All right. But if somebody wants to, uh, if someone submitted, just wants to resubmit to that form with their name and their email address, that would probably be helpful to us. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let's go ahead. Episode number 134. 134 mm-hmm. is coming up. Only four away from the double Dr. Mike. Okay. That's All coming right. up next month. 134. Here we go. <laughs> Episode 134 is going to be, looks like, life-sized with Bryce Isaiah. Mm. That was a legendary episode. life-size life Li- I believe it's life-sized with a D. Okay. You know what that is? Yes. Like, are you familiar with the movie? I know what it is because we put it on the wheel. I'm saying, but like... I'm sorry. sorry. I apologize. Life size. Life hyphen size. Uh, It's a 2000 American fantasy comedy film. So three weeks in a row with the movies. Okay. Lindsay Lohan uses magic to try and resurrect her mom, but ends up bringing a doll, Tyra Banks, to life. So it has some things that are a little upsetting to me. Dolls coming to life mm-hmm. is one. At least not Chucky. There's no murder, murderous dolls. I don't think right? so, but, you know. Ghosts, maybe. Oh, that is too spooky. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Banks in Life Size. The dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lilo. They call her. Uh, and Ty Ty. All right, I'm excited. Yeah. Any, any episode with Bryce Isaiah as a winner. Yeah, and again, uh, this originally aired on ABC as the Wonderful World of Disney. So two out of three weeks with uh, Disney-related movies. I don't think we've ever watched three movies in a row before. Mm -hmm. But here we are. I have a feeling this movie's like an hour 28, though, you know? Yeah, I would imagine. uh, So uh, let's see. Runtime, uh, 101. That's an hour 41. That's that's long for a Hmm. bad movie. Okay. Maybe it's a good movie. I don't know. Maybe it's a good movie. All right. There you go. So, uh, Life Size. Okay. Coming up. All right. Akiva, what's coming up for you? Um, on 32 Fans, we did we played trivia this week. Controversial episode. Uh, um, so, I was... Why? There was a controversy at the end? Well, no. I, afterwards, I think people said that I, I said something Chester said was wrong. Oh, and that, and that he was right. I did listen to MJC Trivia. Mm-hmm. That was fun, and then the regular feed we did. We guessed the week one NFL line since uh, the NFL schedule came out this week. Yeah, did I tell you my grandfather uh, dropped uh, Jet season tickets? Yes, you did. Six years, you did. Very sad. Very sad. Yes. Um, uh, although they still want to go to games this year, so you just okay. didn't want to pay for the season tickets. Anymore. You don't pay for the season tickets. Uh, yeah, pick and choose. Um, and like then that. 
on NGOG. By the way, the ad reads on 32 fans are my favorite part of the podcast. Yeah. Well, a lot of ads now, people say on 32 fans. Eh, Listen, don't listen to the haters. And then, uh, and we it was on NGOG. It was two Jews talking about Santa Claus. We had mm-hmm. a Christmas I, I episode. I could listen to make the whole podcast. Uh, Chester doing Manscaped. Manscaped reads. ads. Okay, fine. All right, we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am doubled over on the floor the, the entire time. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it too. I wish he would do all of them, but he mm-hmm. sometimes makes me read them. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get Chester in here on Rob's podcast to do the ad reads. Uh, I don't. Th- okay. Uh, yeah, that would be funny. Just have Chester read the ads. Like you might not know who he is <laughs> on all all RHB episodes. That would be good. For like yeah, a month, I mean, it's th- that's the move when you're like uh, sometimes like uh, when I listen to these other podcasts and then they have like people who it's like uh, oh and now let's bring in our other co-host but they really just they they just read the ads. Oh, I think that's solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like such a baller move. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I'm the talent. I don't, I'm not going to do the ads. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like, oh, you want to you want to do the ad? Like on Mike and the Man, yeah. you're still like, all right, it costs extra to have Mike read the ad. Otherwise, yeah. it's like... What do you think is the more baller move? So Because sometimes there's a podcast where it's like the, the host still reads the ads, but then they have other co-hosts who don't talk except to banter with the host when they do the ads, which is uh, like... That's pretty baller also. Mm-hmm. I want that job. Can I, I want the job of like, I don't have to do anything except like banter with the host during the ad read. Um, like, yeah, hey, though, that's I'm, right. That's yeah. I totally know what you're talking about. Akiva. That's probably yeah. a producer though, right? That's no, I think like, they're, like uh, the, they're like the co-host. Okay. But they never speak when it's regular content. You know, they, they sometimes they talk in like the first like two minutes of the episode. It's like, uh, like, uh, like you you open the show. And I'm like, oh wow, oh this is going to be a good episode. Oh yeah, it's like That's a hype it. person. Then they're gone. All right, yeah, you should get a hype person. That would be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like that. Uh, all right, uh, put it on LinkedIn. We're looking for a hype, well, a, a hype person. Yeah, we're a job job for Rob. I Beck. bet that's a good job. I mean, good is relative, but uh, it's probably a fun job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on how big of a podcast. Like, if you if you could be like on a super big podcast and you're just the person who's like there the NPR's to like, official hype man. Yeah, you're just like bouncing off like the host when they are like opening the show and saying like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be good," and then uh, just like being uh, agreeing with uh, the ad read. Um, my dream job. All right, guys, if you know someone out there who has that job, let Rob know. Hmm. All right. Okay. Um, Three and a half podcasts. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's what's going on. And then next week, we have to figure it out. I don't know if next week will be the hiatus after that or after that. I think next week is going to be is going to be the last Renap that I record uh, from this location. And then and then I'm moving. Mm -hmm. Wow. End of an era. Yeah. Okay. So. all right. I'll be, I'll be, I think it'll be good. We'll take a couple weeks off. We'll we'll refill the mailbag. Yeah, we'll be rare to go by the time uh, by the time we we get you, we get you to these. Will places. I be closer to you or further away from you? Closer. Okay. All right. So we're baby steps. 
Yeah, especially since I should be in New York at some point. Yeah. All right. So then uh, that's what's coming up. So uh, regularly scheduled episode uh, next week, and then uh, we'll figure it out from there. And then, of course, uh, lots of great stuff going up on uh, Rob Has a Podcast proper. Uh, hey, if you like brand steals, we did a great patron brand steal on uh, Friday night. Fans versus favorites. Very exciting. New patrons versus old patrons. Uh, not uh, leg- uh, patrons that are veterans, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then uh, check that out. And by uh, veterans, you mean like they served in the United States Armed no, Forces? No, no, they've okay. they've uh, been patrons of Robin's served podcast in the, for years in the Facebook Wars. Got it. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. And then, of course, uh, lots of stuff at the top forty uh, countdown as well. And then look for uh, one of uh, Akiva's favorite podcasters, Sean Clements, to join me on Robin's podcast. Uh, it's going to drop on Sunday night. Okay, I hope I get mentioned. Okay, all right, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, no spoilers. Anyway, uh, let's take you out with the uh, very the sleepy sounds of uh, of Chester. All right, uh, here we are. Uh, take it away, Chester. This episode of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Manscaped. Are your crops out of control? Check out the brand new. Lawnmower. What's what's the promo code for thirty two fans? Use the promo code thirty two fans. That's at manscape.com. Sweet dreams. They, that's how they used to keep the crops short in the cornfield when the Yankees play. <laughs>